1: You can also email the show. The address is sporgi at christophermedia.net. If you would like to donate to Sporgi, you can click on the PayPal button at christophermedia.net. If you use Amazon.com, please click and bookmark the Amazon link at christophermedia.net. It will not cost you any extra money, and you will help to support Sporgi. If you are looking to launch your own website, please click through the HostGator banner at ChristopherMedia.net. Christopher Media uses HostGator to host all of the shows produced by the Christopher Media Network. When you click through the HostGator banner at ChristopherMedia.net and sign up for HostGator, you're helping to support Sporgy. We know that choosing the perfect gift for a man is a difficult task, but not anymore. TheBroBasket.com is here to help. We all know men are hard to shop for, but what do guys actually like? Their favorite alcohol, that's what. It could be craft beer, wine, whiskey, scotch, or tequila. The BroBasket.com will put it in a gift basket full of their favorite gear and goodies. You can customize your own BroBasket or choose from a variety of different BroBaskets, like the Ultimate Import Sampler, the Jack and Coke Gift Set, or the Junior Executive Gift Basket. Boozeless, but still cool, BroBaskets are also available. The BroBasket.com gives you many shipping options to choose from, including rush delivery and Saturdays. 21 and over please state and local laws apply beer wine and liquor are not available for shipping in all states you can help to support christopher media by clicking through the brobasket.com banner at christophermedia.net men used to be
0: hard to shop for the brobasket.com christopher media let's make some noise welcome to Sporty, the show that gives you half-ass sports fans giving their half-ass opinions and now here are your hosts
1: Number 67, I am Chris. I'm Rich. I am the Iceman. And, uh, so 67. Anybody? Anybody? Not a very good number. Uh, I already have the cheat up, if you guys are interested. I, I, I got a cheat sheet, too. And I don't
2: even know who the fuck the guy is. Is it I have Bob so, Kuchenberg? No, I got Michael Froelich. uh
3: <laughs> <laughs> McDermott. He wore,
2: uh yeah, he was the tenth overall pick in the two thousand six entry
1: draft for uh Florida Panthers. Oh fuck hey. Mine wins. Mine was part of the uh seventeen and 0 Dolphins.
3: Well, in hockey, oh, it's hero well, on Blackhawks. It's who? Kiro, K E R O.
1: Okay,
2: cool.
0: <laughs>
2: Next week will be easy at sixty-eight. So
0: true, true.
2: Um, that one's going to be easy. Oh, and before we before we get too deep into the show, um, it seems that I passed along bad information last week. Uh, we were talking about the whole Jamel Hill thing when I was uh, listening to local sports radio earlier in the day. They said that she had been suspended for a few game or a few games, a few days. Um, I didn't bother to check the source. I didn't come home and, and double check it. I figured it's ninety seven one. It's the only sports station in town. In theory, they should be reputable enough not to have to double check. But I learned my lesson. You have to double check them because obviously she hasn't been suspended. No. Um, and to me, that 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 cha- it really changed the conversation we should have been having because there's been rumors. And that's all I'm going to say. I haven't heard anybody report it or seen anybody report it from a reputable source that ESPN gave Kurt Schilling multiple warnings to watch what he posted on social media. That's how she hasn't suspended. This has been treated, you know, maybe, maybe they just gave her a warning and I'm like, I, I, why did we weren't Why weren't we hearing that when Schilling was suspended, uh, fired? We weren't hearing that he had violated, you know, company policy multiple times and even been talked to about it. So, not to get all the way back on that subject, but yeah, just just wanted to clear that up. So, yay yeah. us, we got easily
1: duped. Yeah, fucking internet, That's fucking radio, it's supposed to be tr- a trusted source, but. Uh, you know this is more question. hey you know questionable source uh, questionable judge uh, the fight over the weekend Canelo and Triple G Uh, yeah a, a, a lot of a, yeah some iffiness with the judge in fact who is, is apparently not a judge at the moment may not ever be again that is alleged but what's her name Adley something Bird Adley Bird yeah uh, I didn't. I didn't watch a fight. Earl, you watch fight on Facebook. <laughs> sure did. We know you got it for free.
3: Did? If anybody starts paying for these big, huge fights, y'all are retarded. Just go on Facebook. L- type in the search bar, whatever fight name it is—Canelo, Mayweather, whatever—and it pulls up a live stream. Click on the live stream. Boom. You're watching the fight for free.
1: Until the man shuts you down. <laughs> then you find
3: another stream. <laughs> There's like five, ten you streams. Find an, of- you find another
2: stream of some idiot, who you, some person you just called an idiot, who bought the fight and is kind enough to stream it for you cheap
3: fucks. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah <laughs> that's what,
3: go. No, dude, the people are streaming it at bars. Bars are buying it, so people go out to the bar and watch it, and they just hold their phone up and listen to, like, uh, what did they say? the music program. I don't know. I, I don't use music on my phone, so I don't know what the hell it is. Like Pandora or whatever. It's one of them. Yeah. Okay. And they sit there and act like they're listening to it, but they're not listening to it. They're fucking streaming the video.
2: Whatever, dude. The one I watched for the fucking Mayweather-McGregor fight was someone set up their phone, pointed at their TV in their house. <laughs> no, right. The, you know, that's it, exactly what it was.
1: It's, it, it's the new. It's uh the old school movie bootlegs have now evolved. Remember when it used to be the one? Wasn't there even a Steinfeld episode about it? We <laughs> sit in a movie theater with a video camera, video tape. Oh, yeah. It's it's the twenty first generation of that now.
3: I've, yeah, I have I've to watched say, I watched.
2: Okay. Any more thoughts oh. on it than just a farce?
3: Well, yeah, but I, I was going to let you go.
1: you not professional as hell. <laughs> no, it's so uh, you, you did not agree with the results there, Iceman? Well, most people didn't from what I'm hearing.
3: I, I don't think anybody did, boss. On the real, even the judges didn't agree. Two out of three judges had it scored 115-113, one, you know. And then one of them had it scored 118 to 110. You are the weakest link. Goodbye.
1: I don't even know what that means.
3: You scored. Yeah, who I wins never the understood rounds.
2: boxing scoring.
3: Yeah, Smile no, I understand that. The- but
2: what's what, the points aren't landed punches per round. So, I mean, I, I just, I've never understood how boxing was scored.
3: Okay, you sit at, you're a judge, you sit at the ringside, you, you watch round one. It's not how many punches are thrown. You just watch round one. Who do you think won that round, based on the movements, the punches, you know, the the way, the mannerisms, you know?
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Did did Canello stand no, flat-footed, triple G just pound his face in? Well, then you know, Triple G won round one. Okay, okay. Stop information dumping.
2: Where the fuck does a hundred and something come in per fucking at the end of the at the end of the fight?
3: Because because you you base it on a ten point system. You get Thank eight, you. Each, each player gets 10 point per round. Okay, so if Triple G wins first round, Triple G will get 10, Canelo will get 9. In the second round, let's say Canelo bounces back. Okay, well, then Canelo gets 10, and, you know, Triple G just totally what the fuck so he gets 8. And at the end of 12 rounds, you add up the score. Okay. And when they all added up the score, two judges had it 115-113. The other judge had it 118-110. to 110. What fucking fight was she watching?
1: That's it's the general consensus. It's, yeah, that's that's
2: pretty much what everybody's pissed about. I mean Teddy Atlas went the fuck off. Well,
3: uh, somebody somebody reported this wasn't her first uh offense with the scorecards.
1: No, and I when I was Googling about the story, uh yeah, there was some stories that were talking about uh that yeah, she's had some iffiness. Before in her past, Yes. Yeah,
3: to make it look like uh, she has a price type of thing.
1: Yeah, Teddy Atlas was saying uh, that uh, uh, he th- he thinks her scorecard was filled out before the fight even started.
2: Well, he just flat out says it, it, there's so much corruption in boxing that that's how you've ended up with what you have. So, I mean, that's if that's the case. Well, I mean, does boxing? No pun intended need to keep getting black eyes here I mean because what it seems like is going on it's being it's 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 being what do you call it uh, uh being shown to be less and less of a of a valid you know real sport and more of a i, I don't know it, it, I don't even know how to put it I don't even know how to put it because I don't want to say like wrestling okay, let me, cause i mean that's
1: going too far oh, well, I mean the
3: kind of. no I don't think it is rich honestly
1: I found a reasonable edit of Atlas here oh wait, okay, hold, hold on, there's some it <laughs> weird al kept <laughs> it's video or the Kaiser was playing, so let's here
4: we go well I was going to say that in boxing, and some people are going to be very upset, and um i don't care I don't care if they're upset, but what do you mean by what do you mean by corruption? because there's no way I got a 118-110. Okay, let's not go for a round. And let's make it 117-111. to 111. And still, it's one guy winning the fight. I mean, one guy was the ocean. The other guy was the log for most of the fight. The ocean usually wins in that battle. Yeah. When I watch and I go out there and I look in the Atlantic Ocean, the ocean moves the log around. The ocean is the champion. The ocean was Golovkin. But not in boxing. Boxing doesn't honor the things that should be on it. It honors money, control, power. And there's only certain power brokers in boxing, certain promoters, and they have the power. They have control of who the judges agree, who the judges aren't gonna be. So who the judges know if they wanna work, who they have to vote for. And mm. Las Vegas, where the money's gonna come back there for a rematch? I mean, it's, there's no other way to, how could I stand here all week and say, that is going to be a controversial outcome. Yeah. How? How do I know that? How do I know? You, uh, early on, I had said that Golovkin, two years ago, would knock out Canelo, but the fight got closer. It did get closer, because he would have got knocked out two years ago, but he fought in spots, but he didn't fight enough to win. He fought in spots to survive.
1: I mean, the general idea.
4: This guy's
2: pissed. I and mean, He should be, man. I mean, it, if... If you love the sport, and the man spent, as far as I know, almost his entire life in boxing. If you love a sport, and you and you're watching, it you get destroyed right before your eyes. And this is the worst time for this shit to happen, because you just come off the Mayweather-McGregor fight. You got a lot of eyes on you because of the 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 casual fan who is curious about that fight. This fight gets pumped up, and then this is the outcome. And it's even worse because now they've had. UFC breathing down their fucking neck for how long this is just anybody who's like on the fence about boxing but loves the UFC this is just gonna and all the people who hate boxing and love the UFC this is just gonna fucking feed their fires
3: oh most definitely that's what I was saying with the McGregor uh or not the McGregor yeah McGregor Mayweather fight that was a sham from Jump Street there's no way that's going to be a fight and it wasn't just a money grab, and it did. It turned every eye to the sport to at least take a peek at it. Even if you did do it free on Facebook like me, you still took a peek at it. And and, and you saw exactly that. It was a farce, and you're like, ah, oh, whatever. Let's get to the real boxing. Canelo Triple G. And then this happens, you're like, man, fuck the sport.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's... It's not going to attract any newer fans. I mean, especially. I mean, at least the WWE knows what it is. The sport does not. It's 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 a denial or it's not self aware. I, I like think the boxing fact is
3: it. like boxing is like a a combination of WWE and and MMA. It's full contact bullshit. <laughs> the, people know who's going to win before they ever sign the contract to fight. <laughs> and and when the rematch is going to be, and how much money everybody's going to make, and then they go out there and beat each other senseless to make it look good.
2: Well, I mean, this, this really just doesn't, it doesn't help that 20 years ago they made The Great White Hype, and if it had been a bigger hit, it would be more in the published consciousness, and that movie was basically 20 years ahead of its time as far as the ridiculousness of it, the corrupt promoters, you know, oh fuck no! Yeah, we're going to tell him we're going to—he's going to make thirty million on this fight, but then we'll just pay him five million and give him a couple Cadillacs. You know that—that's the type of shit that's been happening for decades and decades now in boxing with these promoters. I mean, it—I think if I'm Don King, I don't know. Mike Tyson—he's he, kind of—he's kind of bipolar, <laughs> literally and figuratively. Uh, what? One one time, I've heard an interview with him saying he wanted to kill Don King because Don King basically robbed him of all his money, promised him all these fucking paydays, and then delivered like pennies on the dollar. And he extended himself thinking, I have this much money sitting in the fucking bank, and he didn't. It doesn't seem like shit's changed, really. Because I, I say again, if Mayweather got $300 million and McGregor got $100 million, someone made damn near a billion dollars. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, if they were giving no's to the fighters, I mean somebody I mean well I mean it was the most bet on fight ever in Vegas. It was the most ordered is the most ordered pay per view ever. I mean somewhere somebody got paid yeah. somebody made more than Mayweather and McGregor on that one somewhere.
2: That's what I'm saying. They're not handing out three hundred million and a hundred million to the fighters unless there's almost double that being made. Or double that, period. So I it's I agree with him. It is a, it, it's an easily corruptible sport. It's not like you have to get to a team, you just have to get to a fighter or a judge, whatever the case may be. So I mean that's and it's a heavily bet on sport. So of course there's going to be corruption, there's going to be people trying to fix the sport. I mean if if I'm forgive me because I'm not a big fucking casino guy, but maybe you guys can tell me if you bet on in an either or situation in a casino, and it's a push. Doesn't that mean basically house wins?
3: Well, it depends on the way you structure your bet. I mean, I mean it really does. I, it's not a good answer, but I, that's the answer. Uh, let's say gotcha. that you let's say you take uh, the Lions and the Giants, and you get seven points. You pick the Lions, and you get seven points to start. That means out of the gate, you're already up a touchdown. Okay, so the final score is ten to seventeen, and Giants win, but. You already have that extra seven. Now it's seventeen. Seventeen. You have the option for like, if you bet a thousand dollars on the lions, you could buy half, a, half of a point for like a hundred to five hundred bucks, however much they want to sell you it for. But that half a point would give you seventeen and a half. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. That's yeah. So then you would win. Even in a tie, it would be you'd win. Because if it becomes a a tie and you don't buy the point, well then it's a push and push goes to the house.
2: Okay. So I mean that fight being a draw probably fucked over quite a few. Everybody, people. Everybody. Money down.
3: Everybody. So. It fucked over everybody. I don't think anybody in their right mind bet draw. Everybody picked either Canelo or Triple G. Everybody did.
1: And so, I mean there everybody you go.
3: that bet it, yeah. Everybody that bet it, there goes your money.
2: Hey, it would. To be honest with you though, maybe I've seen too many uh, gangster movies, movies, watched them with sopr- Sopranos, whatever, it wouldn't shock me if there was people betting at different casinos and shit, smaller amounts, but still substantial, you know what I'm saying, but not enough to, to, to attract any crazy amount of attention, uh, that bet a fucking draw and won. Because what's the point of fixing the what's the point of fixing the match? I mean I agree with what what Teddy Atlas said. Yeah, the guarantees a rematch, more money coming in, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. There's gonna be a rematch anyways.
3: Well it was in his it was in his contract to have uh, it was in so, yeah, um, Oscar de La Hoya's fighter's contract.
2: That's what I'm saying. So there's so that's not the reason to fix it. The reason to fix it is because someone's gonna benefit from it. And the only way I can see the benefit from that if you got a guaranteed rematch is to is to rig the system so you win money i mean that's that's it period and that's just I, that's I, this is one of the things i, I kind of understand about the nfl and betting they they want to they want to keep the nfl gambling as far away from each other as they can even though it's like fucking the most gambled on sport in this country so it's just it, it but i understand that because you don't want you, you lay down with dogs, you come up with fleas eventually. And if they were buddy-buddy with each other, that'd be a problem. That's also another reason that they there hasn't been many professional sports teams ever in Vegas. It's because they're worried about the gambling's influence on the outcome of ga- games in that city, specifically.
1: Well, they're about to have two test cases. Exactly. Which, oh! How
2: many times have oh. I, I said, I can't wait to see the 30-for-30 30 30 about those two fucking teams in a... About ten, fifteen years.
1: Well, you already got it. Sometimes the segues right themselves, huh? The uh, the the exhibition hockey season, preseason hockey, whatever you want to call it, kicked off a couple of days ago. Vegas Knights played their first game ever. Didn't they win like nine to four.
2: To be honest with you, I have no idea. I I know they scored because it, for for whatever reason, <coughs> excuse me, a hockey page I followed made a big deal about it, but. It, historic first goal, I'm like, it's not even in the record books yet. you got to get to the real season for it to
1: count. ESPN did send out an alert about it. Yeah. It, and I know they it's played like Vancouver. Home,
2: it's like being the first player on an expansion team in, in spring training to hit a home run. That's nice. It doesn't count. Yeah, I know, right? So
3: Before you bet on uh, the hockey team in Vegas or the uh, Vegas Raiders, I would look at the odds that Vegas is giving them to win or lose. <laughs> and then bet with it.
1: <laughs> and I'm going to be but in yeah, so. Vegas the second night of the NHL season. I should totally try to go to that game.
2: Oh, I, dude, I'm guaranteeing you the first probably two, three weeks of games tickets are gone for home games. That is StubHub, son. I, dude. Well, there is that. But no, I'm just, dude. It's Vegas. And how many of them tickets were given to people as a comp? I know, right? Hey, you want to go see some ice hockey? Oh, honey, we've never seen the hockey. Let's <laughs> go watch them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I want to see if they're going to have like, slot machines in the arena and shit.
3: Oh, definitely. Oh, Jesus. Are you kidding? That's what I'm saying. There are groceries. My sister lives. Go, go ahead, Earl. Sorry. Oh, there's going to be table games and, and slot machines and everything in there.
2: Yeah, my sister lives in Vegas, and apparently there's slot machines in the goddamn grocery stores and liquor stores. Oh,
1: yeah. Oh, then it's settled. When I go, I'm going on October 4th. I'll be there the nights of October 4th and 5th. 4th, I'm getting there at like 10. Or the night of the 5th, I'm going. I'm trying to do it. Oh, will keep me out of the casino, it'll be great. It'll be much cheaper to go to a fucking hockey game than it would to go hang out in the casino. Ice
3: in the desert. Huh. There's a thought.
1: I know.
2: How many times have we told you, get your, yeah, since you want to be Negro Domus and shit, get your ass to the fucking sports book. Put your money where your mouth is. Talk all this shit about you. I got 800 winning percentage so far this season, and we're only two weeks in the
3: picks. Blah, blah, blah. blah. Well, go fucking make some money with it, Daddy Warbucks. What the fuck are you waiting for? Give me some money to start. Watch me go. <laughs> Motherfucker, if you're that good, you can take 25
2: bucks in there and walk out with 25 million. Remember? You're not you're not cocky. You're convinced. Just remember that. I'm not gonna see see that I'm convinced. See how convinced you are
0: <laughs> Yeah.
2: Just see how convinced you are when you put your last twenty five dollars down on the table. But well, anyways, yeah, so <laughs> Or you could just bet
1: on my <laughs> fantasy football team. That'll make you some money.
3: Alright, so yeah, as as I'm finding out, football, team sport, fantasy football. Individuals, I'm not good with individuals. I'm f- 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 fucking amazing with teams. Bad with individuals.
1: You got nine spots, motherfucker. That's a team where I come from, and it is about a team. If you you if you get a if you get a quarterback receiver tandem, you want to hold on to that shit.
3: They have Matt Stafford and Amari Cooper. How better, much better of a tandem? You want?
1: No, Matt Stafford will never throw the ball to Amari Cooper. Talking about real life tandems. For example, I have trade. Derek Carr. You want to trade me Amari Cooper? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. I, so I, 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 <laughs> I, got, I got Eric Ebron. I'll trade him
2: I'll trade him to you for Gronk.
1: And I'm serious, dude. I got Amir Abdullah. Hey, wait, a Matt Stafford? wait a
3: minute. Wait a minute. I got that on tape, Rich. Are you sure about that? Because Gronk just hurt his penis. <laughs> <laughs> he did. His groin hurts.
1: Gronk will be fine. Take that trade off.
2: I don't know. Anyways, now that we're done with the radio for just us. Yeah. <laughs> we're podcasting for just us. Jesus. All right. So, yeah. So, why why is it a big deal? First exhibition night of the NHL, normally not that big of a deal. It is a big deal this this time because after last year's playoffs, apparently the NHL is cracking the fuck down on slashing face-off violations. Uh, what, 49 slashing? calls last night, and 10 penalties called for faceoff violations. So this has, this has to be in response to last year's playoffs and all the crying about all the star players getting hacked and slashed, and, and they weren't getting it, and <coughs> excuse me, they weren't calling it. And it's funny because the open article, uh, the fall of 2005 during the preseason, this is right after the NHL just got done with the lockout and had the players back. The writer was watching a game with a team executive, and the team executive was just watching, you know, the fucking conga line to the fucking penalty box. And he turned to the writer who wrote the article that I'm, I'm quoting from and said, I don't know what the answer is, but this isn't it. And the writer comes back with, well, it turns out that's exactly what the answer was. So I guess this season power play and penalty skills is going to matter a whole lot more because they're going to be calling everything. So we'll see if they stick to that or if it turns into the star rules. You guys know how I feel. I think it's going to turn into just like the NBA. If you're the star, you get a call.
3: Yeah, NFL tried that. It didn't work out real well.
2: Well, I mean, <clears throat> I've made no bones about it. Anybody who knows this podcast knows how I feel about the man. Batman wants NHL to be... Basketball and ice. This is a perfect opportunity to turn it into that. I mean, it's going to, I guarantee you probably, if they stick with it, it's going to be almost any incidental contact is a penalty. Except for just the most clean, pedestrian, no butter, no salt on the popcorn, missionary sex fucking body check. I mean, it's going to have to be such a fucking mild body check that it won't get called. Because it's already to the point where, okay, you can't hit the guy if he doesn't have the puck. What if he's going to receive the puck or he's passing the puck? Well, then you have like half a second leeway. Really? We're basically leaving... I mean, that's baseball takes shit because every umpire strike zone is different. So every fucking referee on the ice... In the NHL, their idea of what's interference with a body check is going to be their opinion. That's no good. But I kind of figured this was coming. Uh, You had the Penguins who traded away an actual third-line player for just basically Ryan Reeves, who is an enforcer, just to have on the team to go out there and supposedly keep Prosby in. Malgin and everybody else uh, safe from this type of stuff. So if I'm Penguins, I'm pissed. Be like, why the fuck? Why did why did we make this trade?
1: What were you for?
2: Much for this guy. Yeah, we gave up way too much for this guy, and now we're stuck with him. So it's going to be interesting. I mean, the NHL has a bad habit of sometimes not sticking with shit. They start, you know, they start off strong out the gate, but by the Halfway point of the season, sometimes even sooner. That those the rule that they were so fucking much being a stickler on in the first place kind of falls by the wayside. And I mean, I, honestly, I rather err on the side of being too lenient than calling every little thing. I'm sorry, I don't want to watch. I don't want to watch special teams hockey for most of a game. It's, to, I mean, that is that is that is literally not what, it, what <laughs> it's pond hockey. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what else to say. they already went to three on three in the All Star game. I think if they, if the NHL thought they could get away with it, they go to three on three during the regular season and playoffs too.
0: So, well, yeah. between,
3: uh, <laughs> between that and uh, not playing in the Olympics, they're just batting a thousand, aren't they? It all depends. On, well, the Olympic,
2: the players are pissed off about most most of the players are pissed off about. I've yet to really hear any player of any significance come out and say that he didn't care or thought it was a good idea. Um, if the players like them calling the games like this, and I mean, let's be honest, if you're, if you're one of the top, one of the higher tiered players on the team, and you're going to be on the penalty kill or you're going to be on the power play, especially if you're going to be on the power play, and that's the way they're going to call the games, you're going to love it. Because yeah, it, when, when, it says, it, when it says, they tally up goals, it just says goals. Yes, they have a slot for power play goals, shorthanded goals, etc. But it don't matter when it comes to the total. And the total is what's going to get you paid. So they're going to love it. But I mean, I, I don't know. I don't want to watch fucking nine to seven hockey games that was all but, you know, a handful of minutes played on the power play. Gary Bettman wants you to. Uh, he can want a lot of shit. I mean, he's going to get his way, obviously. And the more I talk about... They were it, also talking uh, to with... with... I was just going to say, the more I talk with hockey fans, the more all of us who dislike Batman realize when he goes, they're going to carry on his tradition. For better or for worse, he's imprinted his will on this game from here on out. It's going to take, like, a coup d'etat from from owners to get a GM or a a commissioner in there who's going to go, no, fuck this. We're not doing this this way anymore. This isn't basketball all night. We're not a fucking, we're not a freak show sport.
3: They were also talking about getting rid of uh, offsides, Rich.
2: Well, then you're just going to have people cherry picking. So what's the point?
3: Right, right. Absolutely.
2: I mean literally that's that's when you play pickup hockey with, with remember when we like the little kids would come out and I'm you know we're like you know seventeen, eighteen, we're out there playing, you know, drop and roller hockey and here come a bunch of like 12 year old kids. That's what the fuck they would do. Someone would park his ass down there by the fucking goalie and just
1: post to him.
2: Really? That's what you're gonna do? I mean, I doubt that's going to happen. They they would have to be a modified rule change or something. There's no way they're just going to let people cherry pick like that.
3: Why and not? They got rid of the, the two line pass.
2: Two line pass, I can understand. Or if you're going to keep two line pass, going to an Olympic sized ring, make the rink bigger. But yeah, cherry. Pick, I don't know. I let's put it this way. I don't know why I'm. I don't know why I'm sitting here acting like it could. It wouldn't and it might not happen. We did have a glow puck twenty years ago.
1: Bring back the glow puck. Oh, don't get him started. Glow puck for president. (laughs) Uh, So, hockey's getting started. Baseball starting to wind down. And it's pretty much the, the playoff picture solidified except for, let's see, the... NL Central and the AL East. Everybody else, you know, ship it. It's over. Uh so let's look at the the wild card picture. Oh, yeah, of course. American League who Yankees. Twins.
3: Yeah, that's what it looks like.
1: Angels. Game in halfback. Everybody else thinks playing. I mean shit can happen, but to be real. Nationally, you get the Diamondbacks, the Rockies, Brewers, and then yeah, wow, the Cardinals. Really, you blew it. Well, the Cardinals, concealed. there's a shot, but everyone below them, <laughs> fucking done. You can thank the Dodgers for that. So, yeah, I'm,
2: for all the shit that for all the shit that gets talked about, you know, Dodgers in their last what is it 20 games or so, or like five and fifteen or something like that. I mean, it's it's they're not doing very well.
1: I mean they've already clinched their division. But,
2: oh, that's what I'm saying. I mean, it's they're sitting at ninety-six wins. Yeah. I mean, it's just gonna be a problem if this extends into
1: the playoffs. And still the highest win percentage in the in the whole league at 640.
2: You know and, and forgive me because I'm about to I'm about to
1: be a AL Central
2: defender. And I'm gonna get all pissy with fucking ESPN and Fox Sports. Because I want to hear them fucking shit on the AL East like they used to shit on the AL Central. Despite the fact that the AL Central, for for what, a 10-12 year stretch, produced more teams than went to the World Series than any other fucking division. But then they said, oh, it's the weakest division in baseball. Really? 93 wins for the Indians, 91's for the Astros. 86 for the Sox, 83 for the Yankees. If that was the AL Central, we'd be sitting here having to sit through stories about how the AL Central sucks. But because it's, it's the media darlings, Sox Nation, and the fucking Yankees, they're not going to fucking say shit. Watch. Hey, they had a down year.
1: You know who's softer than them, though? The NL Central. The Cubs have 84 wins. The Brewers have 81. That's a soft-ass division right there.
2: Yeah, but you got you get the Cubs and you got the Cardinals in that division, and fucking Cardinals best baseball town in America and the Cubs. Yeah, they're not the lovable losers anymore, but they're still riding that high from that World Series victory. People ain't going to shit about them.
1: That's what I'm getting at. Yeah, it's true. Everybody loved the Cubs last year.
3: Well, here's a what you know a cool fact, if you will. Tonight's Tuesday, and. They just broke the single season home run record tonight.
1: Oh, you have ESPN's homepage up too. I see. <laughs> yes, actually,
3: mo- I'm watching baseball on TV, and it popped up breaking news: the most
1: home runs that have ever been hit in a major league season by all of the players has been broken.
2: Yeah, five hundred or five thousand
1: six hundred ninety-four home runs. Mm-hmm. So that's a lot of CS. I'm just saying.
2: Check the Yeah, yard. and I mean, check it. It's there. You. Go. I, was, I was waiting for it. I, I was expecting it from my man. No, I want but everyone yeah, peeing
1: no. in a cup tomorrow morning. Hey, coach wants to see you bring a Dixie cup. Whatever.
2: Fuck it. <laughs> Let them do this shit. It's more entertaining.
1: That's what I'm saying.
2: Why not? You know how many, you know how many fucking you know how many cubicle workers stuck in middle management drank themselves to death to be able to go to work and do their job? like, this week, okay, let a couple millionaires inject some shit that might shrink their balls so that way they can entertain us better.
1: And have fun with it. Put, like, targets on the press box or something like that. You point values. Or, hey, if you hit this target, everyone below it gets a free donut. I don't know. Shit like that.
2: Well, I mean, dude, there's one podcast that advocates getting players hopped up on batting salts and putting them in a the batting cage.
1: <laughs> Taking <a> BP? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Because apparently, the That'd motherfuckers cool. get superhuman straight and shit. Yeah, but the problem is, after he gets done fucking going deep off the pitching coach, he's going to go around to and eat his face. <laughs> yeah, That's that. the problem.
1: Yeah. <laughs> One hiccup in the <laughs> plan. You know, you hit a home, home
2: run, but you don't make it past first because you're turning that motherfucker into a golden corral, you know? It's like, yeah. Jesus Christ.
1: And our poor tigers. Our poor, poor tigers. I, right, man. <laughs> Dude, at work today, somebody came up. Hey, anybody want to go to the Tigers game tonight or tomorrow? Everybody was like, n- n- "No." <laughs>
2: do you Do you want to know what scalpers were offering?
1: Blowjobs. Their tickets
2: for. We're offering their tickets Busters? for last night. If
1: you take these tickets <laughs> off me, I'll suck your dick.
3: I got these tickets, almost. man.
2: <laughs> almost, almost. It. it one dollar. Damn. One dollar. Buddy of mine is a, a photographer and, and he uh he went to you know, he goes to Tigers and Lions games, Red Wings games, shit like that. And uh, was it a week ago he went? Maybe not a week ago, might have been over the weekend. But he posted a picture on Facebook and it's like a panoramic view from from the second deck behind home plate. And he said, We're in the middle of the fifth inning and I played it's just fucking all you see is green seats. I'm just like, oh, those dude, are the days I remember.
1: Dude, they were even like, we got some ride tickets. You can go to the Champions Club. We were like, no. Like, there was like four or five of us. I'm like, No, we're good. Like they were sweetening the deal. Like, no, I'm all set. It's, give me a bar tab. I would have went. <laughs> it, it's bad product, man. It's Justin Verlander's gone. Miggy's next. Here comes Bobby Higginson. Twenty years later, <laughs> isn't he <laughs> still suspended? Well, no. I just the, the, the Bobby Higginson era, your Travis Fryman era, your uh, who else? I mean, isn't that when inch started. Yep. Dimitri Young, your Phil Garner, Troy Percival coached. Kyle, your buddy Kyle Bell. Farnsworth. Don't dude,
2: don't forget the Let's Go Alan, Alan Trammell, Trammell. Yeah.
1: yeah. Are you ready, Detroit Tiger fans?
2: That's what's coming. It's literally next year's season tickets are going to be, who's your Tiger? And it's just going to cut to someone outside Lafayette going, like, I don't no- even fucking know who's on the team.
1: Yeah, who's your Tiger? No, really, who? Like, we don't fucking know any of these guys. <laughs> who are these fucking guys? <laughs> Some Dominican guy.
2: And, hey, hey, man, this motherfucker's name Martinez. He must be Mexican. Oh, you dumbass. He's from fucking Puerto Rico. It's just tropical Mexicans. It's, literally, the conversation's going to be about baseball to the average fan next year.
1: So you guys know, like, the network ex- executive's dick's got to be hard for a Dodger-Yankee <laughs> series. Like, L.A., New York? At least the people in charge of selling advertising. Yeah,
2: yeah, that would be big. I mean, it, Cubs, New York. Cubs LA, or, uh, yeah, Cubs New York. Oh, A Cubs LA fucking division series, division championship series, national championship series, and then then whoever wins of that playing the Yankees, oh, yeah. Oh, they'd be loving it. They'd take LA over over Chicago, but they'd love either one.
1: Someone on Madison Avenue will physically come that happens. That's
2: why I'm kind of hoping for a Nationals uh, Houston world series yeah i actually i don't know i'm interested in i i'm interested the indians record i think and i, I know i'm kind of arguing against myself the indians record they they had some really bad teams <laughs> See, as <laughs> far as media markets
1: cleveland and dc or cleveland and phoenix you'd have ad executives cutting their throats why god why
2: but yeah cleveland's 93 wins it, it it's it's been padded with playing the White Sox, unfortunately the Tigers. Yeah. You can even you can
3: even throw the Royals in there. Yeah,
1: what happened to the Royals? They're what they're what, they're two years out of a World Series, aren't
3: they? Yeah, they blew their team up. Guess so. The what? irony is uh we just talked about the home run record for major league baseball being broken, it was by Alex Gordon, is the Royals like the
1: Royals?
2: <laughs> Alex Gordon
3: Yes. Yeah, those uh, those uh, World Series would be terrible. That'd be like a Pittsburgh-Nashville Stanley Cup Series. Who would watch that? Oh, never mind.
1: Uh, well, I want to see the Astros, man. I want to see the Astros win the whole thing. But I think, but I think the Dodgers are going to because that's the thing I have to say, man. The Dodgers are skidding right now, that's the perfect time. You get all that losing out of your system right before the playoffs. And then bam. The, the you know, the, the the law of averages swings back the other way for you.
3: I don't know, man. Astros are uh they're treading water. They're they're definitely keeping their head above where they need to be.
2: I mean, dude, I'm gonna be honest with you. I I'm sweating if I'm an Indians fan. I'm like, whoa. I mean, could you guys gotten this hot <laughs> yeah. like three weeks from now? I mean, that's a lot of winning. I mean, think about that, dude. 22
1: games. Yeah, you got a lot of L's in your future. If you keep playing. Well, not if. They're going to. I mean, dude. Pendulum's <laughs> got to swing back the other way.
2: To give, you, to give you an idea, the White Sox are 32 and a half games behind the Indians. They were only 12 and a half when that winning streak started. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That is, yeah, I'd be worried. I just, I. I, The Tigers are 31 games out. I haven't seen that in a long time. None of us have. Woo.
2: Still not the Giants. They're 38 and a half games out.
1: (laughs) They they are a quarter of the season out. Dude, that's another
2: team that, what, every even year made it to the World Series and won? Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, well, see, it's an odd sh- year,
1: so next year. Yeah,
2: uh, yeah. When we started this podcast, you know, we we're talking about are they a dynasty? You know, three that's World Serieses in what six years? That's a five hundred. That's a five hundred win percentage for a championship period. It's pretty impressive for a six. I mean, that's, that's just that's impressive, mm-hmm. especially in baseball. <laughs> But, yeah, bottoming out. See you later. Thanks for coming. Yeah. Peace. So, I mean, it really is, what is it? In the American League, at least, it really is now just between the Yankees and the Red Sox and, what, Twins and, well, it'll be, it'll be what, if the Yankees, if the Red Sox win a division, twins, the Yankees and, will play. Twins and the Angels. Yeah, one of the, either the Twins or the Angels in a one-game the, in the one, one game playoff. So, yeah i don't know i'm still like I, I understand that that one game playoff was after how many people watched game 163 in 2009 and it was like you know exciting and everything i'm still man it's still way too fucking cutthroat for as long as your baseball season is you got one game and you better win it so what, I what mean, it's a thing
1: be- now it it it's what is it? It's the top two card contenders play each other? Bottom two wild card contenders. Oh, bottom... Oh. How fucking uh, Roman Coliseum of us. Well, no, no,
2: not the bottom... Excuse me. You're right. Top two. What I meant was... Yeah. Okay, so like, let's say the season ended today. It'd be Red Sox, Indians, Astros would be in. And uh, the Yankees and the Twins would have the one-game playoff. Whoever won that, they go on to the division and then Ah, the League Championship Series. That's what I meant to say. I meant I'm thinking bottom of the of the of the playoff teams. That's what I meant to say. But yeah, you were right when you said it. I don't know. I, I'm just not sold on it. I mean, I, I get it that It's exciting because it's one game, but it seems like it handicaps that team too. Because you, what are, what are your choices? Unless you have the luxury of having two starting pitchers that are both aces, so you have one A and one B, you have to start your best pitcher. You cannot throw your fifth, fourth starter out there. It's just not going to. You're not going to risk everything on that. And God forbid if it goes into fucking extra innings and you start burning through your bullpen. I mean, at that point, what are you going to do? You're going to bring in your best pitcher. What happens if your best pitcher is a fucking starter? Now you have to make that decision. Now you're going to be second-guessed about that. If you if you don't bring him in and you lose the game, or what happens if you bring him in win the game and then he's fucking shitting the next series? It's just it's just too much. It's, I don't know. It handicaps the team that, that moves on from that game too much, in my opinion. It's almost like why have a wild card team? Just chop them up in the four division somehow. Get it over with. But
1: uh, That would mean uh, like oh, six expansion teams. There you go. We know another division.
3: Put a team in uh, Las Vegas.
1: There you go. It's an up-and-coming sports city. All right. So, I mean, I guess we said everything there's needed to say about baseball. Yeah. There any, anything else uh, we want to address before we get into, uh, you know, the football portion of the program? No, I'm, I'm good. Oh, ready. I so, think it's time for some football. Oh, it is. Oh, we'll start with college. Uh, first, whoops. Uh, State? No
3: I, I want credit for my win.
1: No, it's Notre Michigan Dame. State on their bye. No. Bye week's undefeated. Bye week always wins. All right. Michigan State on the bye week. So we are, we already picked, you know, that game this week. Uh, but, uh, Michigan, uh, being Michigan. Uh, but again, I mean, is this an impressive victory? Would they play again? No. Yeah, exactly. It? Air Force. Yeah, that's right. I was gonna say Cincinnati or Air Force. Yeah, I mean yeah. you know, keep doing what you're supposed to do. And they play what, Purdue this week?
2: Yeah, but dude, 29-13. I mean, I maybe I'm asking maybe I'm asking too much, but none of these wins are like foot on the neck definitive. Like in the, except for the Michigan Slappies I know, none of the fans are just like Oh yeah, dude, we're rolling. We're rolling into fucking Big Ten play. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, nope, try again. So it's just like
1: eh. I don't know how to feel.
2: Yeah, they're doing what they're supposed to be doing, but shouldn't they be doing it? I don't know in a little bit more convincing manner.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's not. It's it's not exactly like they've been crushing these motherfuckers like they should be. Is about too busy doing this podcast or? A win is a win, maybe? Uh-huh. Oh, there we, here we go. <laughs> oh,
3: I got to play It's
2: what I've been saying, man. I don't think Harbaugh fucking is going to be here in a few years. He comes out in an interview talking about, I don't enjoy coaching football. Really? This is your dream job. You have your dream job and you don't enjoy it. Come on, man. It's that's not, that's not even, like, Orwellian newspeak. That's just, like, pretty much telling you, hey, don't think I'm staying here like Bo.
1: Not retiring. Going back to the pros.
2: Going somewhere. I mean, maybe, maybe all the talk about him burning out his welcome, yeah, maybe some of it's valid. Maybe a lot of it is on him. He doesn't want to fucking stay with these teams. He gets burnt out. I mean, that's... Look at his track record. What is it? Four or five years at a, at, at a, at a stop? At tops? I Man, that... If you change your job every five years... Granted, I understand being a football coach is way different than when you know your average person. But if you change your job every five years, I mean, either you're a freelance guy and you have a headhunter that's helping you find jobs, or... or you just got itchy. You got itchy feet, man. You don't want to stay in one spot. Yeah.
1: Is he on, is he still on the same wife? Is he on wife number 1?
2: <laughs> oh, I have no idea. I have no idea. I couldn't even begin to tell you. I, Are you
3: insinuating that Harbaugh has itchy places?
2: Just uh, it's, it's saying if it He's a sex he's a sex addict and we need to be, <laughs> understand his disease. <laughs> okay. So, please Allegedly.
1: A little, it's all allegedly.
2: No, I don't know if he's a sex addict. Isn't that, what, isn't that what every sports guy who all of a sudden gets access to pussy other, what he otherwise wouldn't have yes. says when he gets caught balls deep in the wrong bitch? I'm a sex addict. No, you like you like new pussy, dude. Welcome to, welcome to being a guy. Welcome Congratulations. to being a
1: dick. Yeah, I should have explained this to as you fu- in the owner's manual. As fucked up as this
2: sounds, there are guys out there who can... Be madly in love with one woman, but still go fuck another, and that's all that is. And I'm guessing guys who have pussy thrown at them pretty much excel at doing that. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> that's just a, it's just a guess.
1: Oh, like like Kevin Hart? Your yeah, puppet. you're caught
2: up in some little bullshit. Yeah, dude. But hey, once again, that kind of goes into what we're talking about with this, with the shit with Ezekiel Elliott. I know how much more susceptible are fucking athletes now?
1: Yeah. Well, did not she also didn't she provide video yesterday? Oh, I don't know. Apparently, it is Ke- I, Ke- Kevin Hart strutting I, around nude on this video.
2: Well, then he's dumb. Why the fuck are you yeah. walking around nude and letting some bra record it? You're Kevin Hart. Yeah. If you're gonna record yourself fucking, you do it from a point of view that way no one can see your face. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, if you're that famous, then you will be some that
1: yeah, I'm definitely yeah, not just, Kevin Hart, and I'm nailing you.
2: <laughs> say my name. Say my name. Kevin. Not Kevin. Kev- bitch, say my say my full name. Kevin Nealon? Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> yeah. right. <laughs> Damn, Kevin, Kevin Nealon's dick name, got bitch. dark you and big and all of a sudden. Name. Yeah. <laughs> Call me Eddie Murphy.
1: Uh, (laughs) Call me Dave Chappelle. (laughs) So so Michigan not not impressing this podcast? Is that the general consensus? I I mean, you're winning, but you ain't. It's not spectacular.
2: I'm not going into... Go ahead, Earl.
3: I I think it's spectacular from what I'm seeing. The way I see them play is spectacular. The fact that they don't have that, uh, you know, keep your foot on the pedal mentality kind of worries me. Which they
1: had last year. Yeah, well, Peppers got drafted, man. That's you ain't got him this year.
2: Well, what was that fucking? Hold on, wasn't it like the Rutgers game where it was ridiculous? I mean, it was it was like seventy eight to nothing.
1: Yeah, I remember seeing yeah, articles about um, how it was unfair that Jim Harbaugh and the Wolverines didn't let up; that they just you know kept going.
2: Okay. Let me, let me, this This whole let up, call off the dog shit. All right, first of all, it's not 50, 60 years ago. All right, this is, you have the SEC as part of the NCAA football. That is as corrupt of a fucking conference as exists anywhere on this planet. So save me the bullshit that this is like, you have to be a gentleman about the score and run the ball and not run the score up and all this horse shit second of all they reward teams who run the score up on the BCS era they did and whether they people want to admit it or not other coaches are going to look at that and go well, god damn they put up some fucking points they got that killer instinct and they're going to fucking they, rank them
3: higher I think they got a talking to seriously because it just like it makes them look bad like sore winners and I agree with you, Rich. There's no such thing. If I'm going to kick your ass, I'm going to kick your ass. I watched a sporecaster talk about you're beating this team by a landslide, but yet you still call a timeout to ice their kicker. Well, fuck yeah. That's why it's there.
2: I'm, I mean, dude, maybe, like I said, maybe 50 years ago, I would have I, I would have had a different opinion about it. Like, oh, that's like Fuck that. This is the Wild West out here with college football. I mean, I, I've said it before. Any team that even sniffs a possible top 25 ranking is breaking the rules. And that includes Michigan. I bet you they have some players on there that are paid handsomely. What? In one form or another, right? that's that's You want to you watch college football, you dance with the devil. You have to make fucking peace with that. Or else you're one of these idiots who thinks that, you know Santa and the Easter Bunny are forty years old. So fuck all that noise. Run the score up. Be bloodthirsty. Because I'm gonna tell you for the fuck what you think. Nick Saban's gonna call his dogs up, off.
1: No, fuck no.
2: You think Uncle Urban is gonna do it? Nope. No. Those those teams don't get you think. You think State, if they even smell blood in the water, and they're playing U of M, aren't gonna fuck. Can hang just as many as they can on them and be like, "That's right." Hell no. So fuck that, man. These are these are grown ass fucking men. They can go out there and take a fucking loss. They ain't gonna kill them. And so, so
1: Penn State, huh? <laughs> Giving some cred to the Big Ten, <laughs> Ten this year. Jesus. I mean, fuck. They
3: just that. finally figured out where the uh, their hands belong. That's all.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, they were good last year too. They won a big. Didn't they win the Big Ten? Yeah. Huh? I and mean, it's Michigan at It 80. was shocking how,
2: how much they came back. Oh, Michigan went down? They, ha! They Yeah. <laughs> and you think if they'd have hung 78-0 to 0 on them, that they'd have been went down?
1: No, they'd probably be... Thank up you. Up there where uh, Oklahoma State's name is.
2: Well, yeah, Penn State... Coming back like they did i mean look whatever happened with joe paterno and sandusky it's done it's over with right the people that are there now the kids that are playing there now the coaches that are there now they had nothing to do with that shit and i see people say fuck them they deserve you know to, to suck forever because of what happened that's not the people who were there now if they had maintained if they had retained the services of all those people well i mean first of all i mean joe pa would still be alive
3: and but you get my point that would be a different story joe pa should have never been fired ever
1: joe pa got killed i think that's what rich is saying yes yes he did i'm kind of i don't think he's crazy (laughs) quite honestly the timing of it come on now Wait a minute. Hold on. Where are you getting
2: this from? I don't think I ever fucking said no conspiracy theory shit about Joe Pa.
3: (laughs) Rich is like, wait, you're going to get me fucking killed. I didn't say shit.
1: (laughs) Oh, what, people that killed Joe Pa are going to come after Rich now?
3: Don't drink a lot.
2: (laughs) Doors unlocked. Come on in. (laughs) I mean, I hate to break your heart, but I'm not going to beg for my life. Sorry. Just do what you got to do.
4: So don't the drink the water, Rich. That,
2: but no, I dude, it's just I think that's they're in the Big Ten. They're not a huge rival to Michigan, but they you know, hey. I, I remember some losses to Penn State in my lifetime. But still, man, I'm I'm glad to see the program bounce back like it did. Because it's fucked up. It's even if even if it wasn't kid fucking, even if it was just cheating, this is how this shit works out. The people that, that get it that do the cheating. They get to run away from it and not have to deal with it. And the people they hire afterwards have to have to operate under these restrictions for a crime that they had nothing to do with. And that's that's the fucked up part of the NCAA. How many times, have Chris, you bitched about uh, Pete Carroll running away from USC? Oh,
1: yeah. See you. I'm going to the NFL. Oh, you all got caught? Oh, well, I don't know. I work at the NFL now. You know he made. I mean. You, you know he made some promises. You know there were some phone calls. He, he, he never took. You, you know that. The, uh, yeah, I think he did. That's shady.
2: Well, dude, Uncle Urban. Getting out of Florida. Now, who was on those Florida teams? Everybody fucking remembers Tim, Tim Tebow. People forget Damn Aaron maybe. Hernandez. Now you going to tell me that team? You're going to tell me that that fucking team with Aaron Hernandez on it was running completely on the up to and up under Uncle Urban? the fuck out of here. <laughs> And what did he do? He retired for a few seasons, and then, oh, hey, it's crazy. I have health issues. I can't coach. And here, hi, we're Ohio State. Hey, my health issues are gone. Where's Michigan at so it's I can kick crazy. them in the ass once a year?
1: It can only be fixed by a doctor who is, works on campus at Ohio State. Yeah. They I need mean, a football coach. I used to be a football coach. Look, I understand
2: that the NCAA can't reach into the the, uh, NFL if these coaches jump ship from their college team and go to the pros, all right? But what they need to do is you get caught with your hand in the cookie jar. It's just like PEDs. You get a two-year ban from coaching in the NCAA. Happens again. You get a 10-year ban. And if it happens again, it's a lifetime ban. Just boom, three strikes, you're the fuck out. Whatever your record is, when the day you get caught for the third time is your record till the end of time. Later, I, I think that's perfectly fair. But I mean, like I said, if they jump ship to the NFL, there's really nothing NCAA can do. But then again, we are talking about the NCAA. They really want to fucking punish the best coaches at the best programs like that. I mean, what is the old what is the old joke that uh, like teams in the Back when they get caught, when, when when USC cheats, Western gets you know, what is it? Ten scholarships revoked. You know that that's that's the joke. Is a the bigger programs never really get what's coming to them for cheating? At least I don't know. at Least in football, but, I mean, Penn State got smacked down hard. <laughs> I thought they were going to give them the death penalty. I thought it was going to be SMU part two.
3: Well, I mean, Penn State and then Baylor got fucked, and Duke got fucked, and. USC yeah, dude, got all their wins this ain't,
2: this ain't basketball. And USC, that was so blatant and in your face and not even trying to hide this shit. I mean, that's what it takes. It's, it has to be some, like, 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 honestly, like some fucking Southern Methodist shit. I mean, it really does. It has to be like, come on, guys. At least close the window before you hand them the half a million dollars. You know, everybody can see right into the fucking house what you're doing. Come on. Act like you're not cheating.
3: But Notre Dame got theirs uh, revoked
2: too. Yeah, but let's be honest, man. What, what does that matter once the fucking games are over with? Years from now, it doesn't. It's the scholarships being taken away. It's bowl games being taken away. It it would it, if they if they would do it. Banning coaches from coaching in college football for years at a time, depending on how many times they've been caught. Banning athletic directors. Hey, you're. <laughs> you, yeah, we you, we can't fire you, but you'll never ever fucking have anything to do with any football program in NCAA. So right there, boom, athletic directors got to go. I mean, you really want to stop this shit? Start putting people's asses who are on the line. Start hitting them. That'll stop the corruption. But then, like we're talking about, do you think the NCAA really wants to do that?
1: No. I think there's a complete Why would they? Of what they want to do. Exactly. I think one day you're gonna find some crazy trail of money to the nfl i want i just wonder who it's going to be funding which conference or maybe just it's just to the ncaa
3: yeah i was going to say what happens if it all just runs to the ncaa if somebody didn't pay their bill Ooh we caught you cheating
2: i well i mean dude the nfl has it pretty good no matter what, because they basically have a minor league program that's huge that they don't pay a fucking cent for.
1: Yeah, that's free.
2: I mean, you have players in the minors in baseball and Double A, and I'm not even talking like Triple A You know, those leagues. I'm talking like Double A who are making half a million dollars. Imagine if they had to pay every fucking. The NFL was running a minor league system. First of all, it wouldn't be the size of the college minor league system, so they wouldn't they wouldn't have the fucking choice of players they have. Oh, yeah. And two, I mean, dude, you think the prices are expensive now? It'd go way the fuck up, let me tell you, because those owners are not going to take less profits.
1: Don't they have the NFL Europe? Doesn't that count? They got rid of that a while ago. Oh. But that, that was
2: kind of, I guess that was kind of their minor leagues. I mean, but and again, what, do you think they look at the Canadian Football League and go, there's another of our minor leagues if we need a backup uh, uh You know, third-string quarterback, we can always get someone from there.
3: Yeah, because, you know, there's a need for quarterbacks in the NFL right now. Wish there was somebody who wanted a job.
1: He'll get one. We can get into that, too. (laughs) Dude, that guy's going to play football. I guarantee it. That guy will play football again by the end of this year. Dude, there's so many teams right now that have the need. Ah, Are we done with college? Do we want to keep going?
2: Yeah, yeah. Let's just, yeah, let's get on to the fucking... The, the, this week in Kaepernick.
1: I mean, well, then let's just talk about that right now. Like, dude, where is Ed? I was saying in the chat, where's the shit show right now? Cleveland. Everywhere. Cincinnati? Cincinnati. Yeah, that, the article I sent you said that apparently there's rumblings in Cincinnati because Dalton ain't completed a touchdown pass. Uh, fucking Tyler Eifert. I know he shouldn't have drafted that motherfucker. He's hurt again. Shocker! And then, uh, yeah, apparently the pa- the panic button has already been hit. Um, the fucking Jets. Oh, oh. 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 oh God. Well, I mean, dude, in
2: Cincinnati, in Cincinnati well, there's Chicago also. Yeah,
1: Chicago, fucking...
3: Indianapolis.
1: Yeah, man. Well, no, Luck just needs to get his ass healed.
3: Yeah, but until then...
1: Well, well I mean... Well, the problem is with Luck, who's... <laughs> Who's the luck in the throw to? That's the other problem with Cincinnati. Yeah, old ass Frank Gore's your number one running back. You mean Indiana? You mean the Colts? Yeah. Okay, I just want to make sure I heard you right. Yes.
2: Uh, Um. (laughs) Well, no, man. You even you even got fucking AJ McCarron coming out telling fans to like stick with Andy Dalton, like support him.
1: I don't want to go in. And you know
2: what that's (laughs) telling me? Maybe I'm too cynical. That's telling me AJ McCarron is like, please don't bring in Colin Kaepernick. Because I, I I don't I don't want to have to relocate <laughs> midseason. Because this was going to happen if they bring Kaepernick in, then, then they had no plans to start in like, none whatsoever. So I mean, he's just trying to fucking make sure that he's he's. Hey, look, I'm a team player,
0: guys. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: But I mean, but the- yeah, it,
2: we've talked about it though. Do, do, do you, one, look at it this way. He's coming in. No matter where he comes in, he's going to have to learn their offense. Mm-hmm. He hasn't. He hasn't played a, a snap of football in how long? Yeah. I mean, it's got to be coming up on a year. Now, granted, I'm sure he he has some sort of offseason workout.
1: He says he's ready. He says he's working out every day.
2: I mean, there's one thing you can't say about it, dude. It's not like he's you know out of shape. Yeah. so he, I mean, been, he just started
1: hitting Twinkies and beer. Yeah, exactly. He's not your Marcus so, yeah.
3: Russell. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> he's not going to eat, eat his way out the league. But shit, it was only ninety nine cent.
3: Yeah. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm popping tags. But it still got four of them. <laughs> but
2: yeah, man. I mean, it, it, so I think he's gonna. Yeah, I think odds are he's gonna end up on a team eventually. The question is, will he take the job?
3: Uh, you know what, dude? I'm getting the feeling of Rudy with Colin Kaepernick. Remember the movie?
1: What did yeah. it Yeah, and, and, and the starts
3: chanting for him. The fake scene? And the coach just looks at the fucking coordinator it and is like, It never happened. Fuck. put
1: <laughs> Rudy made it up. But, uh. Dude, there's so many, like, here's, it's the politics part of it, but with the Jets, like, that's the thing, like, the the place where the two towers are missing, that shit ain't gonna fly with Neilan for the anthem. Yeah, I know New York is liberal, but I mean, I think that's the variable with New York. But then he also say he was done kneeling? Like, he thought he had got, he had brought attention to it? I. I
2: he said that. Yeah, I want to
1: say that. I... I
2: I've heard, that was in my head while you were talking, so I had to have heard it someplace else. Well, I mean, but, sadly, at this point, it's not just him. You're getting his girlfriend. She has inserted herself into the story via Twitter.
1: That the Ravens came out and said that she was part of the reason.
2: Yeah, basically, was hey, the yo, bro, control your bitch. You know, and then she comes out and basically posts a meme saying that uh Ray Lewis is an Uncle Tom.
1: Ray Lewis That's will hit you. Negro. <laughs> just, say, just say that to Ray Lewis's face. Once I see Ray Lewis it one time. spear your ass. It, it's, we're all inclusive now, right? She can get speared by Ray Lewis, right? And it's not a he equality. won't go to jail? Yeah, equality. equality. She'd fold in half. I saw sports science where they determined Ray Lewis hits harder than a police battering ram. And this was Ray Lewis the year he retired. So imagine well, you go. Ray Lewis in '99 hitting your ass. Ray but it's
3: Lewis just, the fact just pull up to a nightclub and just be like, "Wasn't me. I yeah. didn't have a gun." Yeah. Hey. <laughs> it's
2: just the, okay. It's just the fact that hold a this. coach. If I'm a head coach or I'm a GM, now I know. Now, now, I, now I have to worry about. The fucking shit show circus that's going to happen after every game, surrounding Colin Kaepernick because he's on my team. Now I got to worry that he's going to fuck. something's going to happen in the locker room, he's going to go home, run his mouth to his old lady, and she's going to put the whole fucking team on blast because she must have balls. Like because I, to come out to come Ooh. yeah, to come out and basically fucking say, you know, hey Ray Lewis, why don't you suck up to Masters some more? I mean, this bitch don't care. See, this is, this is, it's a fine, it's a fine line to walk. It really is. This is the problem with social media when it comes to this shit. This isn't some person that you, you would never have a chance of meeting halfway across the globe. This is a person who travels in the same circles as your boyfriend and you're out they're basically writing checks for for with his fucking checkbook for his ass, and I mean, I'm sorry, that's a problem. If I'm him, I'm looking at her going, you, "Are you gonna fight that big motherfucker?" If, yeah. it, if the answer isn't yes, then you need to shut the fuck up, be quiet. Right? right? These are not working class. Know if they get into a fight, that's the end of their fucking world because they'll get you know either thrown in fucking jail or sued out of existence. Out of house and home, these are motherfuckers who've been coddled and been and been treated like they're special their entire lives. You don't think if he ran into fucking Colin Kaepernick and had a few choice words for him, and Colin Kaepernick puffed up that he wouldn't fucking take a swing at him in a heartbeat? I mean, come on now.
3: Yeah. Well, but see, here's the other end of that. She came out and said what she said about the owner of the uh, Baltimore Ravens, but Colin never came out and said that's her beliefs. I'm not supporting that. Uh, I think, you know, Ray Lewis and the owner of Baltimore is, you know, stand-up guys. I, I just hope for the best for my career. He never said nothing. He didn't come out and say nothing.
2: No, he stood there fucking mute. And it, well, let's I mean, be honest here, man.
3: If I'm, if I'm looking for a football career, my wife comes out and is like, the Detroit Lions owners in the Ford family are just a bunch of racists. And, and they hate fat people. I'd be like, "Okay, first of all, give me 2 minutes, guys. Shut the fuck up and go home." And secondly, <laughs> ah, so sorry. I don't know what she she forgot her medication. I love you guys. Yeah. I I want I want a spot on your roster, please.
2: Yeah. See, but this but this, but this is but this is more than just social media. And this is her social justice. Is, I've seen I've seen pictures of her, okay? This is not a woman who's had to, strug- had to struggle through life because she's ugly. all right. this woman won a genetic lottery, and yet she's one of these people that she's still bitching about fucking shit when really and i and I hate to be this guy, but I, the the more nonsense I hear bitched about, the more I get like this. did you wake up and, and when you hit the light switch, the light come on and you took a bath and clean water. And you went to your refrigerator full of food and decided what you wanted for breakfast and then hopped in your fucking car and drove to your fucking job in an air conditioned building in New York City. Oh, you did? Shut the fuck up. Life ain't that fucking bad for you, bitch. I mean, seriously. It's it, This whole, oh, oppressed, oppressed, compared to who? It's all relative. Chris, I have a kid last year's right purse me.
3: and they got next year's purse. That's bullshit. I'm oppressed. Chris, you and I. Chris, you and I both
2: went to school for radio. I think either of us would be happy with the money she's making and the spot uh, she has on New York yeah. Drive
1: Time. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. New York Drive Time money, uh, that's like uh, that's, that's six-figure money, generally. All right. So, uh,
2: yeah, I, I got a, I got a real issue with fucking someone who's... get ratings, you know, it's hey, seven. Hey, her, I don't know what her younger life was like. I don't. But I do know that... Her acting like th- th- somehow she's not free to do what she wants because it's the bitch of it. You're free to do it,
1: and her boyfriend it's,
2: is a millionaire. But you're also you have to understand that you are speaking on his behalf, and some people don't give a fuck. Some people will smack the shit out of him because of shit you said.
1: Her and her, and boyf- if you
2: don't care, if you don't care, then you are a selfish
1: bitch. Her and her boyfriend are in dude. an income bracket most of the country isn't in let me ask you a question. If I I don't even know who the fuck would
2: be like the, if the Michael Jordan of the WNBA, okay, their version, their best player ever there, you know, even if you're not a fan of the sport, you're going to watch
1: when this person's playing sexist. You don't know that rich sexist. We all don't know that. I know that.
3: And I get Lindsay and I give and I give a fuck. But if her
2: husband started tweeting out talking shit, dude, Everybody and their mother would jump on this guy's back. Shut up! Stop mansplaining. She's your your wife. Don't need you to fucking fight your her battles for. Her. Stop trying. You know, blah blah blah. blah. Hey, Toxic masculinity, patriarchy. Hey, but do, because this, do, this do, bitch comes out and says it, everyone just fucking turns a blind eye towards it and goes, "Oh, that's she's she's taking an interest in her in her boyfriend's
1: career." No, she's a loudmouth bitch. It's hey, WNBA. Can still be someone's wife.
3: Hey, you know what though? From what Kaepernick's woman did. That's how you find your ass up in a fucking elevator and getting KTFO'd. That's how that shit happens, oh, right get, there. Getting Ray riced? Oh, in a hurry.
2: <laughs> he, first of all, I don't think Kaepernick's got that in him. He, I don't think he he's that even type come of guy. Say
3: shit. He didn't even say shit about it. No, he ain't got that in him.
2: You know what I'm saying? He's, and it's not a bad thing that he doesn't have that in him.
3: Mitch, I'm trying to right? advocate for
2: I'm not, <laughs> I'm either going to throw these footballs or I'm going to throw these
1: hands, bitch. just <laughs> <laughs> going to throw them tonight, <laughs> it. Come on, just be
2: cool till <laughs> I get a contract. But I mean, I'm not advocating for him to beat her ass, obviously. What I'm saying is, there is their head, that's just disrespectful. I would never have walked into any woman I've been, I've been with's job and started dictating to the people who are her potential employers or her employers, the terms of, of her job, and start and being like, and you, you're a house Negro, and you, you're a slave master, and you, never in a million years. I mean, there would have to be some ungodly, outlandish shit that would have to have happened for me to go in there that pissed off and not giving a fuck about her job. Like, she's going to have to tell me I'm done with the job. Like, yeah. go in there, handle it however you want. I mean, it's just, <laughs> it's, just basic, it's just basic respect. And it's not there. And on top of that, both of these people, Colin Kaepernick, and I and I, I forget his shitty girlfriend's one name, because she's a, she's a, what is it, one name celebrity. She doesn't use her last name. And I can't even remember her shitty name, so whatever. Idiot. But I, I mean, neither of these people are fucking hurting for cash.
1: Yeah.
2: All right? Neither of these people are poor or destitute. It's easy to make fucking stands when you know that you've got a fucking safety net underneath you in case you take a wrong step and fall
3: her na- her name
2: is so, Nessa, I, by the way. so I, i'm not i'm not all that impressed anyways sorry i mean it's it's like coming out and going cancer is bad <laughs> oh thank you i'm glad you took such a controversial stance oh it's like yeah it's so like who all the, the heroes walking around going going we want more cancer we want more cancer no one so who the fuck are you taking a stand against
1: it's like all the heroes <laughs> lately coming out against white supremacy Dude, thanks for going out on that limb. I just had the uh,
3: clip from the movie Twilight hit me. She named my baby after the Loch Ness monster? (laughs) Gay? (laughs) You
1: go to Twilight on sports podcast
3: But Nessa, dude, that's her name is Nessa, not Vanessa. Nessa.
2: So, is it the Loch Ness monster's wife, sister?
3: The, the Loch Ness Nessie? monster,
1: Black Loch monster
3: is referred to as Nessie.
1: Yeah. Yes.
3: Okay.
1: Loch Ness monster, it's Loch Ness monster's black cousin, Nessa.
3: <laughs> All right,
2: we we went off the wheels on this subject.
1: But yeah, where's he going <laughs> to end up playing? We're talking about football. There's a bunch of teams that are going to need a quarterback. He's I I, I I know there is digital proof of me saying he's not that good, but he's he's too good to not have any of these teams that need a quarterback at least give him a shout.
2: Oh, dude, I had to stop banging that drum halfway through the offseason. When they were fucking signing players who hadn't thrown a fucking pass in four years instead of him, I'm like, get the fuck out of here.
1: Case Seriously? Keenum. Case Keenum has a fucking NFL contract, and you don't. Jay Cutler
3: got he begged to come back to Miami instead of getting you. Yeah, I don't think so.
1: He's about to settle in a new broadcast job where yeah. we get to bang road pussy every week. Well, I mean, have, have you guys pre-
2: prepared yourself for no matter where he goes? It's going to be protest constantly. It's going to be you, you turn on it, pregame is going to be dominated by this this subject. You might even, in the age we live in now, you might even get fucking protesters disrupting live broadcast from on-site. I mean...
3: Well, it kind of already has. Monday Night Football didn't play the national anthem. Not on TV, anyway.
2: Yeah, but, dude, I've watched enough sports where that happens from time to time. If they make a habit of it, I think you got a point. I mean, dude, I've, I i can't count how many times I've, I've sat down to watch a Red Wings game and I'm getting a tail end of the anthem or they're clapping because the anthem just finished.
3: Well, I got you, but at, since 9-11, 2001, I haven't seen a Monday night football game go off without at least a fireman or a policeman holding the flag with the national anthem being played.
1: Yeah, Not were, one. And they were in Jersey, too. Oh, uh, like two weeks after nine eleven, week after nine eleven. I
2: mean, if that's if that's the latest
1: plan, you know,
2: at ESPN. Okay, here's the thing, Earl. Guys like you are more sensitive than a tip Right after you blow it, but not about shit like this. They're waiting. They're waiting to pounce on them for the shit like this. So I don't know how they think they're just going to sneak this by half the people who watch football. Because like I said in a podcast a couple of weeks ago I, I, I think that like Disney and ABC and ESPN are forgetting that not that, that it's not only liberals and so called progressives who watch their fucking network there's a lot of conservative people out in this country and a lot of them watch football so oh yeah that's just that's asinine to fucking alienate half of your audience like that but if that's what they're doing that's what they're doing. Here's the bitch of it. I'm not surprised
1: anymore. Yeah. It, it would not shock me. ESPN.
3: Uh That that actually did shock me. I mean, it, 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 not, don't show the sidelines if that's what you're worried about. But the flag, the anthem. They, they even brought Hank Williams Jr. back to sing the Monday Night Football song. Come on, man.
1: <laughs> that's true. That's a pretty red state of them. Here's your Hank Williams Jr., everybody. But, well,
2: when they get Hank to third, that's when I'll start to give a fuck who does the Monday Night Football song.
1: <laughs> but hey, you know we do whatever. Colin Kaepernick. We'll talk about where he gets signed when he gets signed. We'll talk Monday Night Football. Oh, Ice Man. Oh, you are. It is good to be you, huh? Isn't it?
3: Well, only because I called it so long ago. Yeah.
1: yeah uh, pretty- here we go. But the Detroit Lions. We'll start with the recent game. And work our way back. But hey. Hey, well, welcome to the NFL. I mean, it's is... all right now. I will. I'll start with my cold shower on the party. I was this guy at the office today. Uh, can we call it valenting? Because I felt that's what I was doing. But I didn't make this point. And I did share it on the social media. So you guys, this will be a review for you. You've beat a winless team and a team that needed overtime to beat the broke down ass. No offensive weapon, Indianapolis Colts with no Andrew Luck. Just saying. So that being said, the Troy Lions 2-0 and all by themselves, first place in the Central Division.
3: No, I got that. But it it was the, the bittersweet of what I was co- trying to tell you. Their season is easy for them. Okay? All they have to do is what they're supposed to do. And and it would be a 14-2 and season. You guys make fun of me, but it would be. Doesn't mean they're going to win a playoff game. Doesn't mean they're going to the Super Bowl. It's just, it's that easy of, of a schedule for them this season. And it sucks because it's bittersweet. It's like, you're doing so good. And then we're going to get in the postseason and go, what the fuck Where'd it go?
1: Well, that's where the real
2: teams show up, well, sir. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, but look, look, look. They're, they got the Falcons this week. That's for 29th, me. They got, 29th, they got the Steelers. They closed the season out with the Ravens.
3: See, but those are two of the games that I call. That's the 14 and two is Atlanta and Steelers.
2: And I, I, I'm not, I'm not comfortable enough to start singing like the, the, the death knell forum. Uh, I'm talking about the green Bay, obviously. Sorry. had a brain fart trying to do two things at once. My bad. Um, I'm not ready to call Green Bay a fucking bust this season because they lost to Atlanta. I mean, Atlanta's a good team. They went to the Super Bowl last year. Yeah, they took away a lead, but they're a good fucking team. All right? Yes. Period. Right? There's no shame in losing to a good team. So the Packers can still fucking come up and bite them in the ass. Bears, Browns, Vikings is a question mark. Panthers is a question mark. Saints are the wild card.
3: That's how I feel. If the Saints defense so,
1: played the pats shows up to play the lions that's a W.
3: right it's th- there's not a big ah oh, hell Tom, i mean like i said atlanta pittsburgh those are two games that they it, it, you gotta pull your britches up boys
1: th- th- you know this sunday is a test all right oh hell yeah this is a test detroit lions you're, just, you're two teams two and oh coming into sunday someone's leaving with an l this was the team that went to the Super Bowl from your conference last year. You want us to think you are for real? You got to beat this team. You—we're already a must—and and you get ready, must-win game or week three here. And and they're at home. Yeah, they are at home too.
2: They—they're—they're they're notoriously horrible road team against teams with a winning record. I mean, it's—it's it's infamous here in Detroit. So they're at home. So I mean, they can't. It, the only way, if they come, if they win that, that game, the only way I'd be have been more impressed is if they were in Atlanta and they won that game. I mean, to me, the, yes, it looks like the Cardinals, and the Giants, are, are just going to stink this year. But this, if they win this game, I, I, I don't know if it's bandwagon jumping or if it's just giving people their props. Then I think the Lions are for real.
1: Yeah, I'm a believer. I'll be like the monkeys and shit if they, the, they beat the Falcons.
3: The one thing I take away from their two victories is how they're playing. I mean, yes. yes. They, Ice I, man,
1: were... I'll give you that one, man. That defense lasts... I mean, the defense last couple games. I'm Again, I say I don't hate the offseason moves. But, but who picked up their defense? I don't know. I don't know. We'll know in the morning. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> Nobody. Detroit defense on our waiver wire. Sound like um, all of my waiver wires actually.
3: Um, no, it not Anyways,
1: uh, well, that's if it clears at 3 a.m. Yeah. Uh,
3: no,
2: no. What I'm saying is, this is the this is the third
1: this is the third season
2: we're covering on this show of football. And this is the first time in those three seasons that I'm like, if the Lions win this game, they're for real. Well, I haven't felt they've been for real in three seasons, is what I'm getting at. So, right? It, it, I guess scoot over on the bench on the on the bandwagon. You know?
3: Um, well, you gotta remember though, when Steve Mariucci was coaching, they would start at five and zero.
1: Yeah, but it okay. was wasn't it all against shit teams? And it's the same thing
3: this year. That's what I'm trying to tell you. There's very few games in this schedule where I'm like, "Oh, please, God, let him stub a toe, let him let him twist a finger, something." Because if that if without luck, we're not going to win these games. But uh, you know,
2: yeah, I'm not sold on 14 and two. Yeah, that's you. That's that's, that's, that's your bit.
1: That's still your okay. You still did that.
2: I mean, I'm just saying Falcons, Steelers, Ravens, and possibly the Buccaneers and Packers. Those are problem games for this team. And their first one is, is, is coming up. And, I mean, I don't even know. I, I can't even. My gut says they're not going to win it. But then I don't know if that's just because I've, by osmosis, been around fucking Lions for 40 years, and I just can't expect anything good from them. I mean
3: so, I that's know. like I was that's like I was saying before the one thing that I take away from their victories is the way they are playing. Matt Stafford is what I was saying at the end of the podcast last week. He doesn't have that that huge, you know, hanging, hey, throw it to Megatron, throw it to Megatron. Be it somebody said he had to throw it to him or they just put it in his head that if you throw it he will catch it build it he will come type shit
1: he seems more he seems calmer
3: well he he directs traffic out there he doesn't
1: seem he throws it to everybody now it doesn't seem he, like you know what's going through his head is oh my god oh my god oh my god i gotta, I gotta get rid of this it seems like he's he, he oh my god i'm about I, 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 I know what i'm about to say but it's <laughs> almost kind of He's, he's kind of got what Tom Brady's got going on when you see him drop back where he looks like he's calm, he's cool, he's fucking... like He's, he, he's got that going on in the last couple games.
3: I, you know, I would compare him a lot more to Aaron Rodgers because Aaron Rodgers and now Matt Stafford have a pretty good offensive line. But when that line breaks down, they both know how to scramble and make shit happen. And Aaron Rodgers... God bless, you know, uh, Jordy Nelson, but he, Aaron Rodgers will throw it to the best place he can.
1: We are having a conversation about Matt Stafford where we brought up Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, comparing them. Jesus right. Christ.
3: Matt Stafford is now doing that. He can throw to the check down. He'll throw it to Tate on third down most of the time, but now he's got a deep threat with Galloway. Marvin Jones, he moves the ball around so much and and uh, sustains that drive and allows the defense time to sit and rest and I'll, now.
1: I'll make this now, point for him too against two teams that are generally uh considered to have decent defenses perennially. The Giants and the Cardinals. No, yeah. No matter and, how the offense has been.
3: Since since Matt Stafford has been able to sustain his drives, as it was showed last Monday the defense came out and did their job. It was an easier job. I told you it would be an easier job. Their deep offensive line sucked real bad. And Ezekiel Lanza and Jared Davis made him pay. Three sacks, just bang, bang, bang. A fumble lost, ran back for a touchdown and pick six. It, it, th- that type of shit has to happen, and they were able to do it. I was pleased, well pleased, to see that they actually could do it. With the people that they
1: have, uh, we need. We still. It's just you know, we need a run game, man.
2: Yeah, that's what I was going to say though. They committed to it. Yeah, need- they gave him the carries. They gave him the carries.
1: I don't think Amir Abdullah and Theo Riddick are the answer to our ground game woes. No, it, I mean, you're
3: not going to get. You're not going to get a bunch of yards or anything, but it's the ground and pop
1: we have had a Barry sized hole for 20 years in our run game.
3: Right, but he's not looking. Caldwell's not looking to have a Barry Sanders. He's looking for more of a bus. He just wants to ground and pound. You
1: just, you, you just need someone with talent at that position. Reggie Bush is like the closest thing we've had, and Reggie Bush's ass is not durable. That was his problem. When he signed to Detroit, everyone was like, yeah, we got Reggie Bush. I was like, no, we got Reggie Bush. If you followed his career, he's going to get hurt. You got, 2015,
2: you got 2015 Madden, not 2007 Madden, Reggie Bush. Yeah. I mean, it, look, I they won on the road yeah. against a team that a lot of people were saying they couldn't beat. It was Monday night football. The pressure was on, and they didn't buckle. And I think that's getting lost in the conversation I, I just want to
3: point out. I want to point out the entire game. Lions never trailed.
1: You know what? Too they passed. the I'm going to bed. Test. All right. Twenty-four to ten. I'm like, all right. I'm going to bed. Fully expecting to wake up and see twenty-seven, twenty-four. And you know they held it. You know, respect. <laughs> I mean,
2: that's what. That's this is what this is this is what good teams do, and this is what the Lions have not been able to do for so long. It's weird because I don't trust it yet. That's why I said if they if they, if they win Falcons. if they win against Atlanta, I can't shit on them, and I'm not looking to. That's the thing. Like it's not like I it's not like oh they won, fuck them, they you know, but but they won. It's no, look, I I'm really indifferent about the Lions unless they play the Buccaneers. I just don't care. You know, used to try to kind of root for them, like all right, whatever, they're not playing the Bucks, so I can root for them. And that was just like, I, a couple seasons, I was like, I, I'm going to watch another game if it's on. It's the same shit. I, how does every fucking season they do this, they find a way to lose? And it just, two games in, not a big sample size, doesn't seem like they're doing it. They're not shooting themselves in the foot. That first quarter of that first game, I I, I, I think you can make a an argument that they, that was as close to shooting themselves in the foot. And the fact that they pulled back and righted the ship—that tells me a lot about them, too, because they were incapable of doing that for a lot of years.
3: I, I totally agree. And, and trust me when I tell you guys—and you guys know this because of the chat and I, in their pre-talk—I want to get on here and laugh at you, and throw it in your face, and all the lines go
1: blue, silver. Yeah, I can't. Oh, you got three months left to do that.
3: Well, so. it's it, no, I, I still couldn't at the end. I I told you before this season started. This is the season. If you're going to have a hell of a season and, and get high in in the, in the playoff seeding, this is that season. You don't have the big juggernauts on, on the schedule. Double. You know,
1: don't on me, man. If they go fourteen and two, bull, you're gonna be like you motherfuckers, fourteen and two, eat my dick, and I'll yeah. let you too, because <laughs> goddamn. The Lions went 14 and 2. I'll let you have your I'll, We'll let the dog have its day.
3: Hey, New England went 16 and 0 and lost in the Super Bowl. And everybody says it. It don't mean Hey, nothing, it means nothing if you don't win the final game.
1: It's not going to be the 2017 16 and 0 Detroit Lions. We're already an eighth of the way there. Dude, if this I, team went 16 and 0 Oh, but they, they did. The Renaissance Center would be on fire. That's what I'm saying. It would, it would, it would look like
2: something out of a Mad Max movie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> It'd be like, there'd be a, like a, a three-county we curfew. Fo-
2: We'd have to cancel football in Detroit for like a year just because <laughs> dude, because y'all motherfuckers don't in, know how to handle winning.
1: And rebuild. Yeah. y'all motherfuckers. Like you, guys, Jesus.
2: <laughs> you, you motherfuckers don't know how to handle winning, so you're on timeout for a year sit in a corner and think about what you did
1: oh and by the way, too every time the Lions get a national game, I'm sick of the same stupid bullshit in between plays uh how they uh they'll they'll uh they'll do the timeline and go back to nineteen fifty seven and talk about all the shit that had just been invented or you know all that stuff <laughs> you know the last yeah, time so the lions of gala. Uh, yeah, the last time the lions won a championship, or the other thing too you see it all the time is uh uh when they talk about the lions run game they always run that graphic of the car that's like falling apart as it's going down the road oh oh yeah
3: oh that's that souped up game that souped up car
1: the car where the door falls off and the wheels fall off yeah Yeah. they're talking about the lions run game
3: well more, I mean, more to go with that is, after every game now, everybody's talking about what's wrong with the other team. Not what's right with the Lions, but what's wrong with the other team. The only thing they talk about what's right with the Lions is, well, Matt Stafford's the highest paid person in the NFL, and, well, he's earning it. We
1: killed David Johnson look at
3: the way, and wrecked look at thousands the of scrambles. fantasy
1: teams. You
3: know, and <laughs> look at the way he scrambles and shit. And then, I'm so, so like, so salty, so salty. <laughs> Like okay, the biggest story that came out of the Lions game is Ben McAdoo calling out Eli Manning and trying to hold him accountable for not getting the snap. It's you know to, from the center to the quarterback. That's big, the biggest story that came out of that game.
1: His big watermelon forehead. Not
3: the fact that Ezekiel Ansah has three sacks. There was a forced fumble, a pick six. Detroit Lions never Dude, trailed you know the what, game.
1: You know what, Earl? You know what? Iceman, you beat Atlanta on Sunday, they start talking about that and not Ben McAdoo. I know. He's like, we're
2: not getting any respect. Of course not, bro. Lions don't have two Super Bowl rings in not. the last
3: 10 years. No, but we beat the guy who did. Oh. Oh.
2: Yes, 2017
1: Madden. Eli, Eli uh, okay. uh. You beat, you beat up on Eli Manning two years before retirement. Good for you. Stop it. Fuck <laughs> you <fucking> both. <laughs> I said this
3: last week, and y'all were like, yeah, but I said he's he's fucking a shit quarterback. He's got two Super Bowl rings. Now you guys are like, he's two years I'll from tell retirement. You, you flip-flopping bastards. I'll tell you,
2: I'll tell you something, though. I'll, I'll tell you something you did say last week, and you called it. And it, as far as I remember, it didn't really fucking... Resonate very hard with Chris or I. You said the fucking the Giants' offensive line was shit.
3: Oh, it was horrible, dude. You called that flowers on left tackle? Are you kidding me? Ezekiel answered him and had him for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Was like you can't handle my jockstrap. Watch and ran around him.
2: But you know what? Sit still. You know what? I'll say this: if they were my team, I would rather hear stories about the players on the other team then hear stories about how our star defensive player is facing suspension facing fines blah 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 for you know stomping on somebody or kicking somebody at the bottom of the pile or whatever the fuck
4: (laughs) thank you I mean
2: just as long as they are not in the crosshairs of the NFL let them fucking play I that's the way to be on defense. Because if you're too good, everyone says you're dirty. And if you suck, they say you're soft. Just be in the middle somewhere. Just be better than people give you credit for, but not so good that they call you dirty. Because once you get in those crosshairs, I think Adele's proven. He's like a dog with a bone. Once he gets the scent of it, he ain't up I, uh, so,
3: I expected I, somebody to say that... Um, Jared Davis was dirty for giving Eli Manning a belly to back suplex. Did you guys see that? That sack?
1: Probably. <laughs>
2: uh, I might have missed that one.
3: He, dude, he picked, he hit him and he had him from the back and then turned around and just gave him a suplex to the ground. I was like, oh, where's the flag? No flag? Oh, okay. Yeah! <laughs>
2: Well, I'm glad that they're out there Batista bombing the other team's quarterback.
3: <laughs> oh, you guys got to see that. Jared Davis suplexed his ass.
1: Well, so, I mean, we, you know, uh, I, I keep, we're all kind of. As long as as long as, as long as Ziggy
2: Ansa doesn't hop up on the crossbar and do, do the Yokozuna splash on somebody, I think they're going to be fine.
1: They're <laughs> so all kind of in locks about the Lions. It's Sunday, hey. All right, time to time to show us you for real. About uh, what uh, I'd say, uh, the what uh, the other surprise out of the week would be. Uh, how about uh, Dallas, huh? Denver?
2: Yeah, really. Did you hear what
1: Tomlinson hear what Tomlinson said?
2: Daniel Tomlinson said about uh, Zeke Elliott there.
1: No. Oh
2: yeah, he said he quit, he said he quit on him.
1: Really? Yeah. Damn.
2: Yes, sir, Sports Illustrated has an article about uh how not only he quit, but the team should punish him for it.
1: Well, I mean, if you remember uh, when his last year uh, year of college, don't you remember? He was talking shit to the press. Uh, it wasn't about his team or some shit like that. I, for, uh, I forget it was something, but it was something more it was, it was something more me, me, me focused. It was kind of like, fuck the team. Uh, let me see if I can find it.
3: Well, Dak Prescott threw an interception and Zeke didn't even try to run him down. He just stood there with his hands on his hips.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's kind of – that's a bitch move. I mean, dude, that's –
2: yeah, that's that's quitting flat out. I mean, it's bad enough he, you know, had nine touches for eight yards. Oh, God. That is – that
1: is horrible. Denver's defense said, is- uh, remember us?
2: Yeah, and what the fuck is
1: going on with Simeon? Yeah, I mean, you know, he's – Uh, little LA in the making, he fucking looks like him, but I mean, it's, it's the second year. I mean,
2: yeah, but is this, is this a player just somehow sneaking underneath the radar because you really didn't hear shit about him. In fact, if you heard anything, it was Broncos have a problem at quarterback. Yeah. And I think their problems pretty much solved if he keeps playing the way he's playing.
1: Oh yeah. Got a waiver claim for him in another league because I have to marry's Thomas. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but so two, I mean, I mean, but Dak looked like shit. Zeke looked like shit. I mean, it's. That's, I mean, if you if you are if you are a Cowboys fan, you got to be going, what the fuck? Yeah. Is this just a trap game? Is this just Denver's home opener?
2: Well, I mean, dude, you can't you can't seriously look at that game, know that that, that the 2017 squad's capable of playing a game like that and think that without an attitude shift, you're going to go far this mm-hmm. season. I mean, that is that is bad news when players are visibly quitting on their team on the field. In I don't week, care who it is. I don't in, care who it is. In week two. Exactly. In week fucking two. I mean, let's just throw it out there. What could be an excuse for you would go, or what could be a reason that you can hear where you go, oh, okay, well, that makes sense then. I mean, I don't. I, I can't even imagine one. If he's injured, if you're hurt that bad, so that's the performance you give. Get yourself off the fucking field. You're you, once you start being a detriment to your team, get the fuck off the field. I mean, that's just all there is to it. So I can't even imagine an excuse that he can come up with. And you know, the fans in fucking Dallas are fickle. Yeah two, three more games like this, they're going to be burning his jersey.
1: <laughs> oh. He's black, so that's racist. But, uh, yeah. Uh, what, what other surprises we got going on this week? I, I mean, I I, mean, I can tell you uh, the one thing. I think this ship looks kind of righted in Philly. I
2: had a gut feeling about Philly. And so far, they're pretty much living up to to what I thought, mm-hmm. I mean, I I don't think Wentz is as bad as people were expecting him to be, but I do think he's playing over his pay grade. I don't think he's that good.
1: Well, I mean, he's got himself like a like a brand new receiving core, pretty much ish. Um, Zach Ertz is doing some things for him, uh, but I mean, it just it's we're seeing some. Uh, remind me that remind me of the Andy Reid Eagles. What's some of the football been seeing out of those guys? Well, I mean, the, the Giants don't look like anything to worry about in their division.
2: Redskins yeah. are I, – I, I think the Redskins are also Rams, Unless something changes.
1: Yeah, they're, they're, they're quickly heading the into, to 40-degree day territory. I think I think
2: the Cowboys, their next game is – deathly important for them to see how they 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 come back from this. If they come out and all that bullshit's gone, the the half-ass playing, the quitting on the team from Ezekiel, that gets back on fucking track. Like he, we know he's capable of. Mm-hmm. Okay, everybody's allowed. You know, a couple stumbles here and there. But, I mean, if they come out and it's a shit show part two, it's just it's not.
1: It, they playing? If I'm. Uh, Hold on. They
2: are playing the Cardinals.
1: No, oh, so that should be
2: Monday Night Football. Ugh. It's a team that they can, if they if they can play like they played last season, it's a team they can beat. Mm-hmm. Period. Yeah. It, like I said, they come out and it's shit show part two. You got serious issues in Dallas, and at that point, if. I'm on the fucking Eagles. I'm looking at it. Guys, this, this is our division to lose. Mm-hmm. So let's play like it. Yeah. And, and it is kind of the nice part about having such young players. Sometimes some older players are like, yeah, we've thought that too, and we've, we've had our ass handed to us and end up missing the playoffs. Young players are too stupid fucking half the time. Mm-hmm. Especially think about it. If you are a high, high draft pick in the NFL, it means you were on good teams your entire career. That's just yeah. usually how it goes. You're not used to losing, but you're damn sure are used to winning. So that's I don't sleep on the Eagles this season. I've, I've said it the first two weeks, and uh, I'm definitely saying it now.
3: I love the Eagles' offense, but the Eagles' defense has a lot to start buttoning up.
1: We'll be all right. They always are.
3: No, I don't think so.
1: Hey, you know, and we're burying the lead. Well, not really. I mean, uh. It yeah, looks like everything's all uh, fixed in New England. I uh, Tom Brady came out and was his Tom Bradyist. <laughs> today. He, this came,
3: w- he came out like a pissed off high school kid, didn't this
1: he? This week's white boy of uh, choosing was Chris Hogan. God damn it! Yeah, I know. Yeah. Don't remind me. Uh, I had James White on the bench. He was starting the whole time, and I like I changed my lineup at like ten thirty. But uh, yeah motherfucker but tom brady it's uh, yeah i've seen things on tv oh the goat is back i'm like he never left because the thing is is the chiefs look like they're gonna be something this year like the chiefs are real good at least they look real good two games in so and none
2: of us called it yay
1: yeah uh but not even the so-called Dutchman yeah i called their second win that division this year.
2: Fucking, we, were talking about the, we were talking about teams in the preseason. You do you, you file them under forty degree day. Don't even I fucking give me that
3: been. shit. Hey, did man. you see did you see Alex Smith come out like he's on fucking Hey Ultimate Steroids?
1: I mean it this division, potentially the Broncos, the Chiefs and the Raiders that the as of week two, that division, holy shit. That's going to be some great football this year. I mean, we're I said, we're two games in. Who knows? But from what we've seen so far, fucking right on.
2: Well, I don't know if it's just I don't know if it's just shit talking or if this is legit. But I mean, like the Raiders just seem and kind of fucking just cocky as fuck.
1: Well, they. I mean, dude, they they. they, they they were putting it to the Jets, man. I mean, well, you're supposed to. They're yeah, the Jets. This season? Absolutely. You know. I mean, but it's like they're talking shit like,
2: yeah, we're just kind of ease and beast mode into it. We're not even we haven't even we haven't even really unleashed them yet.
1: It's part of the game. That's, part like, of that's some
2: that's some that, that's some bold talk.
1: That's some psychological I mean, warfare. But he doesn't look like he's lost his step, I, but, man. He doesn't look broke down. Dude, he looks like he's gonna have some he's like he's gonna have vintage year. I,
2: I I think this. I think in baseball, when the Yankees are doing good, it's good for baseball. Because unless you're a Yankees fan, it gives you a fucking someone – it gives you a bad guy. I think the Raiders are at their best when they're playing the bad guy. And I'm just saying, this is like – this seems like they're dipping their toe in the water of, like, how much shit can we talk and get away with it?
1: They're they're going to heal. Well,
2: kind of. I mean, you got to be thinking, like, you know, in in their mind are like – we ain't really played nobody yet, mm-hmm. but we trucked them. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I mean, 45 to 20 fuck
1: yeah, on the Jets. Them.
2: My main concern, if, I, if, I'm, if I'm a Raider, I'm going, how the fuck did the Jets get 20 on us? Mm-hmm. That's what I'm doing. I'm expecting that 45.
1: Jay Cutler coming out, <laughs> getting a win, first game back. Went to the broadcast booth, went, nope, sorry, got to go back. Wearing a color that looks as gay as him.
2: <laughs> oh you're not a fan of that uh that d- dolphin blue the no it is
1: i never have been i always felt bad for miami fans like, oh your football colors blow uh but i mean there were no surprises in the afc north you know the steelers and the ravens are killing it the browns and the Bengals, not so much um but, uh, the afc south Looks like the most meh division this year.
2: Well, well real quick, let's up back up to the AFC North for a second, just yeah. for a split second here. Two of the teams, they got big question marks near their quarterbacks, Bengals and Browns. If Kaepernick goes to either of those teams, he's seeing the Ravens. Ooh. How much do you think that defense is going to want to fucking bury that fucker
1: six feet under? Yeah. Ooh. He's really like, nope, they can't go to Cleveland or Cincinnati. Why just can't and if you don't and see if, why and if you're
2: looking and if you're looking at a team who seems to appear so far after two weeks to have the defense to do it, it's the Ravens, oh yeah, two weeks ten points allowed, yeah, that's like
3: that's no, vintage ravens, fucking ravens, yeah, the Ravens defense sucks so much ass, you should trade me their defense. <laughs> 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 Oh, the Colts! Stop
2: trying to make trades. Stop trying to make deals on, on air, asshole. Yeah, <laughs> save it for the fucking
3: save it for the app, like the rest of us.
1: <laughs> How the the, the Colts, yeah, the, man? The Colts—they need luck, don't they?
3: That's not going to help them in more that's ways gonna than help
1: them. More ways than one. Well, I was going to say they need oh. they need, yeah they you know, need luck, not just a quarterback. They have no weapon.
3: Um, speaking yeah, of general the team, speaking of. Speaking of team needs and uh, people looking for a job, that fucking NFL kicker or. or, uh, Oh, the Chargers kicker. kicker? The Giants kicker that got cut for whatever.
1: Oh, Josh Brown.
3: Yeah. Sign his ass to the Chargers. Fucking coup. Cost me a pick.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Coup. Jesus. It's all about how it affects you, Earl. Earl. But no, for That's real, it. that guy has blown it the last two weeks. That guy should—that guy's not going to see week four. He, blo- I mean, you surprised he's going to see week three. There's no way. Because River said... Somewhere somewhere, somewhere
2: somewhere Roberto Aguayo's going, maybe I do have a shot to make it back to the, the NFL.
1: I mean, I'm surprised it wasn't, hey, coach wants to see you bring your playbook like, with that guy. Like, you've blown two games in a row where you could have won it. Or at least or you could have tied it uh but uh yeah didn't just that whole division that whole division does not excite me that whole afc south nobody looks like they're gonna give us anything spectacular in that division this year it looks like for once the jaguars may not be the worst team in that division uh nfc east we talked about nfc north Uh, i mean we'll see we'll see (laughs) we talked about the lions for like an hour the pack, I mean, that went how it went in the NFC Championship game, didn't it? I mean. Yeah, I told you much. Sorry about your loss, Aaron. Yeah, oh, and then everybody's injured on in the pack. Lost Nelson. Again. Uh, it, it, it's it's got to be
2: surreal to be a Bears fan, though, and be going, God damn, they are as bad as advertised.
1: Yeah, how about your Bucks? Jesus. Getting it in that ass. <laughs> with the chicago bears
2: did what they're supposed to do
1: yeah did it's, them, it's, did all well. to it. yeah no man there's doing what
3: you're supposed to do and then there's just making fun of the other team
1: hey man keep going but hey big surprise mad. In, we're the, mad in the nfc south is the saints are owing too you're gonna listen to me one of these weeks chris you really are is this it for drew should he ride off into the sunset after this season
3: if not, he needs to make it like Dale Earnhardt Jr. type shit. This is my last season. This will be the last time I play at this stadium.
1: Go out like Kobe? This will be the last
3: time. Yeah. And, and in the last game, they're never going to run the ball. It's always throw. And the defense just sits on the sideline.
1: He throws for 2,000 yards in a game. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Runs 90 yards it's and shit. Nothing and but
1: bombs.
2: Uh, I, I, whatever man I'm not I'm not look the okay. Saints are, they're just I'm a Bucks fan I don't trust them they're, they're gonna be a thorn in, in somebody's side in the NFC South somewhere down the line I'm just praying it's like Carolina or Atlanta's side mm-hmm. not Tampa's it's just it's, it's it seems like it's how it always fucking works man it's like with the Tigers and the Royals who the fuck are the Royals nobodies and yet how many times in the last fucking 15 years has this the Tigers' season come down to how they play against the Royals or if the Royals all of a sudden win games they shouldn't be winning? It's like, stop. Uh, this shit team is affecting us.
1: <laughs> it's yeah. bullshit. And then uh, the NFC West is pretty much Seattle's to lose, isn't it? I would say so. <laughs> I mean, uh, two games in. We can, can honestly say that. I think it's going to be a rough year in Arizona. The Rams proved it to us that they were the Rams. And then, uh, yeah, whew, I don't know who's going to have a longer year, the Niners fans or the Bears fans. I ain't mean, San Francisco could change their uh, team mascot to the dumpster fire meme at this point, get it on the helmets. And that sucks because you got Pierre Garçon there going to waste.
3: You know what's fucked up? I've been sitting here trying to find that sack and it's nowhere to be found.
1: I'm isolating that drop. <laughs> you just have so many things. Drug references, gay references. You can fire off, look at his dick. I've been trying to find that sack.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> or reverse him. Been trying to find that sack. Look at his dick. Oh, there it is hey, underneath. His right. dick.
1: Well, you try to find the sack. <laughs> all right. So I mean, we we ran through the divisions, the whole league here. So is it pick time? Have we hit on all the NFL well, points?
2: Think, well, there's a, there's an interesting story that about a player who's no longer playing. Uh, Robert Griffin III and Santana Moss are apparently beefing.
1: Is Santana Moss
0: even
2: playing
1: anymore? Isn't is he still Washington? Well, here
2: I'll just this is from uh, SB Nation uh, uh, Harry Lyles Jr.'s article. Former Washington wide receiver Santana Moss claimed that RG three gloated and took credit for Mike Shanahan's firing in 2013. An appearance on 106.7 in the Fan and Chad Dukes. Moss said that Griffin took a that's what happens approach via the Washington Post. Come to this is a quote from Moss. Come 2013, all of a sudden, a whole big dilemma in the locker room, and the media rooms, and just in our building that, you know, the man, Mike Shanahan, and RG is not seeing eye to eye, Moss told Dukes on the fractured relationship between Shanahan and Griffin during the quarterback's second season. You know, we don't know. We're players. We sit back, we let things be done. That's not something I partake in, so it's not nothing that I'm interested in. And before you know it, RG's not playing. I'm not sure if that was Griffin's whole plan, but when the whole thing went went about, we hear that Mike Shanahan's not coming back next year. Then we hear the quarterback like, hey, mm-hmm, basically saying, hey, you got me out of here. You got me out of here not playing last year, the last two games. Then that's what happens. You get fired. You can't do that. One thing I just shared with you, God don't like ugly. The little credit that Griffin did take for saying didn't like what I was doing or they benched me and they're not allowing me to play that's what happens basically goes on say Jay Gruden comes in he doesn't care uh we see that now he doesn't care he doesn't care what he says about you he doesn't care what he says at you and he rips RG every chance he get like every meeting we're sitting there looking like yeah you know what we're just so happy that Mike and offensive coordinator Kyle Shanahan and, and them is gone but now you're getting your behind ripped every day because you're not playing the kind of football that we need to play for us to be successful. So it comes back to bite you in your ass because now you see... Because now you see this guy is at home. And of course, RG3 took exception to that. Since says, I treated you, tweeted I treat you like a brother. I always hand your back to openly lie about me as a betrayal. been lied on for a lot of years. Put in an impossible situation with a coach who never wanted me, made players like Santa Antonio Tana Moss, a believer through hard work, film study, showing up early, leaving late, putting in the extra hours, staying after practice, and getting extra work in. We won that division that year. Next coach wants out. Next year coach wants out, says he wants out, says he never wanted me as quarterback, and I get blamed? Come on, man. I've been a good soldier. Some so desperately want me to fit this negative narrative that has been pushed about me, but I don't fit it, never have, never will. Proved in Cleveland, voted captain. Come back to play for my teammates. Just to help us win in one game with a broken shoulder. Stop the lies. So all this tells me that that was a fucked up situation going on in Washington. Between Shanahan, RG 3 and Gruden. I mean, you have two coaches who didn't want him at quarterback, basically. What's that saying?
1: Yeah. Free I mean is this a case of him ju- With free aged ass
2: I mean is this a case of him just trying to save his ass Because he's looking to get a job somewhere and catch on Or do you think he, he he legit's like oh man Moss held me out
3: Well here's the thing Rich If you're in a circle And you say some shit And later on You hear that what you said Got told to people you didn't really want it to be told to What would you say
1: What the hell man Yeah what mm-hmm. the
3: fuck, dude? The fuck You're bro. my boy. You're my boy. Why, 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 why are you rat me out? <laughs> why, why you gotta spread my shit?
2: Hell, bro. I mean, it, it seems like Moss really liked Mike Shanahan, and Jay Gruden, and either that or he really didn't like RG3. And then RG3 cool. comes back with, you know, thought we were tighter than that.
3: Well, Santana Moss was there way before RG3 and stayed there after him, so.
1: He's a former NFL player, according to Wikipedia.
3: Yeah, he's all done. I mean, this is
2: the type of shit that when we talk about, and you hear the most casual of casual sports fans talk about shit like, not to get back on it, but just for case in point, every time Kaepernick comes up by the cat, you know, the casual, the real casual sports fan, you get someone go. They don't need that distraction in the locker room. They don't need that issue in the locker room. And they're like, "What? What issue? What distraction? Blah blah blah." This is the type of shit that can rip apart a team, and it did. And I mean, it—it's it, pretty sad that you got grown people who can't put their egos aside, keep their mouth shut, learn when—when when sometimes the better part of valor is silence and get about the business of winning. I mean, if RG three come in and it was like, mm-hmm, "He got fired because you know he didn't want me here," dude, you really need to fucking tell the whole locker room that. I understand you have the right to, but if you misread that room and definitely misread the loyalty to that coach, you're not endearing yourself to your teammates. I mean, I understand Moss shouldn't have, maybe shouldn't have went out and said what he was going to say. He should have
1: probably said it to RG at the time. Hey, the, the, the rumors that constantly follow RG3 is he does not uh, play well with others. RG3
3: don't play well at all.
1: <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Like That's, that's an issue right there, and it just seems
2: to back this shit up. That's uh, just common sense man you don't dance on the grave of a fucking freshly dead man who just got buried, you know, and if you're gonna do it, do it with someone that i mean in a one on one situation, go home and tell your old lady, yeah, that's what that fucker gets. Tell your best friend who you've known since you know grade school, don't fucking stand in the middle of the locker room and say the shit
1: didn't r g threes come back last year last uh quarter maybe three of them he didn't make it out of game one it was china doll ass. It's-
3: Tony Romo, part two. Yeah. You know what? Well, I ain't even going to disrespect Tony like that. Uh-uh. RG3
1: is a bust. Tony has, been, has been said he's going to reinvent the analyst position. Apparently he's pretty good Bro, at it. Yeah, that motherfucker.
2: That's the real Karnak right there. Like, seriously. He's like, okay, they're gonna. It, the play is going this way to the left. Boom, they run the ball to the left. Okay, it's going to the right. Boom, they run the ball to the right. Okay, it's going to the tight end. Boom, they throw to the tight end. I'm like, how the fuck? You can see the football field that well and you couldn't win?
4: (laughs) I mean, I'm sorry, but God
2: God damn, dude. You know, I mean, there's a certain point. It's like maybe, maybe, maybe he wasn't meant to play. Maybe he was meant to coach. And I got to say, how long is it until some team gets pissed off that he's calling out the plays before they happen? Because this is the NFL. You know, some somebody, some team's going to go. Who's playing? And he's covering the game. They're going to have the TV on. <laughs> hmm. but be like he's he said He said he's going this play, and they're going to radio it in down the headset to the quarterback. You know, <laughs> and
3: fucking people are going to walk up to the fucking booth and be like, "Hey, Tony, not for nothing, but uh." Have a cup of shut the fuck up, will you?
2: Yeah, you know. Motherfucker, there's a reason that our playbooks aren't on the internet, right? (laughs) (laughs) But no, it it is quite impressive for him to be able to see the football field and break down a situation and be that accurate with it. I don't think I've ever really seen anybody in a booth be like that before. I mean, even Madden with his telestrator and shit. That was all you know, after the play, and he he just loved drawing on the screen and all that shit. Like, this is, I, he even went so far as to explain how Bill Belichick fucks with opponents, like, and broke it down. I mean, dude, it's, like, you. I don't know. Part of me is like, hey, you know what? I like this inside information. The other part of me is like,
1: teams are going to be
0: pissed. <laughs> like, don't be telling that shit.
1: I want to know if Madden ever drew a dick on the Telestrator. Oh, I'm sure he did. It was just outtakes. They ever drew just crazy shit like swastikas,
2: right? Probably blew a, drew a, a, a big old dick on a uh, Tom Brady.
1: Not Tom ac- Brady. Uh, some, uh, uh, Brett Favre. Some action lines. It looks like it's waving back and forth
2: as it gets lift off the bag. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we have lift off.
1: All right, so uh, shall we do these picks? Yeah, let's do them. All righty. Well, the numbers have been crunched. And, How are you doing? Uh, well. How you doing? Not doing as good as you, Mr. <laughs> 811 win percentage, 30 and 7. Uh, I'm at 23 and 14. I'm at 6 and 22. Rich bringing up the rear. You, you, you went on an island a lot this week. You were on that island. Uh, <laughs> it cost me, yeah. Yeah, that island got hit by a hurricane. 2215, 594. <laughs> so. Too soon, Chris. Too soon. <sighs> All right. Well,
3: hurricanes are still coming. Stop
1: it. Yes. So the tradition goes Iceman gets to pick.
3: Oh, hell no. No, no. We're keeping it. Go ahead. Chris, Rich, and me. I- I'll tell you how it's going to end. All right. In. So.
1: Thursday night football that's what they should call oh, it hang this on a second. week
3: I'm, I'm i am one week out of of moratorium uh thursday night from now on after thir- if i pick this game and i get it wrong on thursday night no from now on you can't just, do that I, it
1: messes with the stats no <laughs> no pick, the, put the other
3: one of what i pick is mm. my pick
1: no you can't do that you'll abide by the rules that everyone has to abide by you get your own set of rules you must have been awesome to play with in elementary school
2: oh yeah. dude you have <laughs> no idea
1: yeah.
2: when it comes to anything that's a competition how much of a fucking insufferable <laughs> cocksucker he can be it's goal—it's nothing but goalposts, moving and rule changes and amendments to everything in the process of playing the yeah. game
3: Making bring moves. the cement bitches, let's go move that seriously? shit
2: we would, play, we would play NHL in 96, and he'd know I'm going to spank his ass. And he'd go, let me, let, let me score one goal on you. You can't get a shutout against my, 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 my team in Belfort. So, he like, seriously, he would, he would want me to take control, manual control of my goalie, skate out of the crease, and let him go get a fucking garbage goal just so it wouldn't be a shutout.
1: But He's, he's the kind of guy that would unplug the video game system.
2: No, I don't think you. I don't think you ever pulled that with me. You, you took your ass whoopings. He just, he just, like I said, it was like the stupid shit. Like, oh no, you can't get a shutout against me. us <sighs> a fuck. Play the fucking game. But yeah, you're right. You called it on that one. So yeah, fuck your moratorium. You're picking Thursday night whether you like yeah. it or not.
1: And this week we're calling it Thursday night football because <laughs> it is the fucking Rams at the 49ers give me the Rams they got Todd Gurley Rams
3: I tell you what man whoever NFL Network executives are they need to be switched how the hell did they look at the schedule and go we're going to get people to get the NFL Network we're going to bring games on Thursday night to the NFL Network what games are we bringing? Rams and the 49ers. Fuck yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's actual quote from the conference room this year.
3: That's what I'm saying. Did they not realize it's twenty seventeen?
1: Fuck yeah. <laughs> well, that's a battle of California. Well yeah. don't they, won't
2: they won't they start flexing games later in the season? Like they'll yeah. they'll, they'll move the more important games into the primetime slots. So
0: mm.
2: we just we just gotta get through the first half here, guys.
1: So I'm guessing, <laughs> Iceman, you're going with the, the Rams as well.
3: Oh, yeah, definitely the
1: Rams. All right. I uh, will do college 49ers. at the end. We do not forget. Uh, so, uh, all right. oh, uh, I, I like, you know, I don't know how where you guys are on the London game, but I like the London game because you, you, like, wake up, it's already football. Uh, Baltimore, Jacksonville, and Wembley Stadium in London. Uh <laughs> Uh, please give me the Ravens. The way that defense has been playing this year, nasty.
2: Yeah,
3: give me the Ravens. I'll take the animal. What? I'm going to take the animal. You're taking the Jags? They're both animals. Give me the Ravens. Oh, Jesus dude. Stop Christ. it.
1: All right. Uh, Pittsburgh at Chicago. Uh, this this falls in the no-brainer category in the Steelers.
2: Yeah, I'm with you on that. mean the Steelers, I... Oh, Is it possible for Chicago to go
1: winless?
3: No. No, no. My team holds that. Not them. No.
1: <laughs> wow.
2: <laughs> Doesn't care what the record is. Does not matter. As long is- as it's a record.
1: Yeah. Hey, the <laughs> Tigers
3: tied the Major League Baseball single season home run record. So,
1: man. Wait, what? Huh?
3: The Tigers tonight tied the home run record for the single season. No, they didn't. That the Royals broke.
1: Oh, okay. Whatever.
3: And my Lions have their 0 16 season. That's theirs. Nobody else's. Dolphins, perfect season. Does Lions. This... Did...
2: Does this come off as a squirrel moment to you as well, Chris?
3: No, it's not a squirrel. Timey Lions have, no. Lions have perfect season the other way. That's all I'm saying.
2: Yeah, yeah. They, right. they sucked perfectly that season. Yes, they did. That's
3: right. And so, nobody's taking it away, especially not a fucking toilet bowl.
1: So you play Pittsburgh? Is that what this is?
3: Uh, Yeah, and it's the last week for fucking Bell as well. If that motherfucker can't... Get his feet under him.
1: I'm trading. Him. Wow, You're trading me. <laughs> <laughs> you want to get rid of Bell? Talk to me. Right. I'm
2: so I'm so glad this has turned into a fantasy football podcast, but not about the entire league,
1: just about Earl's team. Yeah,
3: I know, right? Give me Hunt. You can have him. Uh,
1: no. All right. Next up, the Atlanta Falcons come to Ford Field in Detroit. Now. That being said, the Detroit Lions, oh, we talked about this is a test, oh, and you know, I mean, it's, give me the Lions, because the Lions always win the games they are not supposed to
4: i love how you were
2: like you picked the lions and you barely got the last of the s out of your mouth before you launched into your excuse for picking the lions
1: yeah i mean that's you don't have to make an excuse it's your pick they're at home and they and it's just as this, as long-suffering lions fan that's what happens the games you're supposed to get trucked you win so
2: they, well i mean Kate hey, make your pick stand tall with it give it's me the just, home team give me a i mean your pick's wrong <laughs> it's gonna be the Falcons, but I mean, you know, I, I, I like the I like the confidence coming from you now. And there you go. You are you're, you're like releasing pheromones into the air over Skype, Iceman.
1: <laughs> yeah. Come he's that, to the blue side.
2: He's yeah, he's down in that, that, that Honolulu blue Man, cooler. Get
1: out the butter, ladder me up. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, no, I
2: look, honestly, I, I would like the Lions to win. As I said, unless they play the Bucks, I don't really give a fuck. But Lions fans are some long-suffering motherfuckers. I just don't think it's going to happen. Not against the Falcons.
3: Uh, I picked the Falcons preseason for this game. Am I allowed to change? Yeah, yeah. So they're going fifteen and one now. (laughs) I got two games in the bag still, bitches.
1: Yeah. All right. Um, next up, the oh, ugh, the toilet bowl. Uh, the Cleveland is uh, heading to Lucas Oil playing the Colts. <laughs> Give me the Colts. I mean, they've at least got Jack Doyle that Brissette can throw to. They've got Frank Gore. Colts are at home. Man, the
2: Colts' offense is anemic, and defense is a problem. I'm giving up 62 points in two games. Like, dude, that's, the only team worse is the Jets in the AFC as far as how many points they've given up. I <sighs> Cleveland by the barest of margins.
3: fuck. I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna. I, I gotta go with. I gotta go with Rich, but not with his pick, but with his logic. They're the home team. Give me the Colts. I, I don't. That just sucked. I had to do that and I just feel bad already. <laughs> I was like, I was in a good mood and I was like, oh,
1: fuck. take a shower. <laughs> I had a
3: Colts shower. Like a crying game type shit.
1: Alright. Next up, Tampa Bay at Minnesota. Give me the Bucks. Bucks Bucks look like a legitimate football team. I know I mean I know it was against the Bears. You know, wasn't saying much, but yeah, I liked what I saw.
2: Um Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Bucks, but I'm I'm gonna say that this game does worry me. Uh I just I, I, I don't know, I, Vikings, I goofed on them about their fucking Purple ring defense and how, you know, my shit was so last year and all that garbage, but I don't know man, they, they, they can play spoiler in the NFC North, and so I'm just going to equate it to they can also spoil the Bucks fucking second game, should be their third game, but whatever. No point crying over spilt milk. But yeah, Bucks, but I don't think it's gonna be a blowout.
3: Uh Purple Rain is is, was uh good as hell and strong. Um those days are done. The song's over, lights are off. Uh Bucks are pissed. Prince is still mad. What's
1: that? Prince is dead.
3: Right. Uh, Still dead, yes yes Uh, no Machiavelli Um, yeah Bucks are still pissed off they unloaded on Chicago they're they're not going to slow down when they hit Minnesota so Bucks
1: Oakley Oakley Houston at New England well yeah this is going to be ugly This may be... uh, Let me look through. I don't know. This is a strong contender for Rape of the Week. (laughs) But, uh, yeah. uh, Give me New England.
2: New England is pissed about Week 1. They proved it in Week 2. Knowing how New England is, they're still pissed about Week 1. Give me Patriots.
3: Yeah, they, they're not going to want to be embarrassed at home. Not by Houston, not by anybody. Um, Tom Brady wants to show that it's not a tumor. <laughs> he didn't get a concussion. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, give me the pads.
1: <laughs> All right, next up, Miami. Heading to MetLife, playing the New York Jets. No moratorium needed here. The Jets are a shit show. Give me the fish.
4: Yeah, who would have
2: thought the fucking Dolphins were going to get off to a 2-0 start? Two? Want to know? No, no. I'm I'm counting week three's win Uh, as 2-0, so.
1: Gotcha. Oh, I see what you did there. I'm an idiot. All right.
3: (laughs) Cool. That's that's who knew they were going to get off to a 2-0 start.
1: who you picking there Iceman
3: it's got to be the Dolphins yeah the Jets just poor guys we've been there as fans of the Lions Um, there's no healing anywhere in the very near future at all all their good defensive players they've traded Uh, I don't think they've ever had really a good offensive player and if they did trust me they traded him too (laughs)
1: So yeah, definitely Miami. All right, the Giants heading down to Philadelphia. Ooh, I mean, in in years past, this is a, a battle. It ain't gonna be a battle this year. Give me the Eagles. The Giants are ugly looking. They looked good for a minute there yesterday, but uh, overall, it's a pile of shit.
2: Yeah, even even uh, even our local sports talk radio's transplanted Giants fan said the Giants look like fucking what what was the quote from uh, Anchorman something smells like a diaper full of Indian food put in a fucking microwave (laughs) jeez (laughs) or something smells like it yeah that's that's the Giants this year so yeah give give me the Eagles
3: unfortunately, I don't share in your guys' uh, guesstimation on how this is going to play out. But, uh, um, I'm, I'm picking Eagles, but this is actually, uh, it's going to be close.
1: Alright. New Orleans going to Carolina. Oh, man. I mean, Carolina's 2-0, but they, they've Definitely not at the hardest road. Um, I mean, I, I I don't know. I think if you have Drew Brees, you has got a shot. But give you the Panthers because they're at home.
2: Yeah, I'm looking at that point differential. I understand the Panthers haven't played you know high-powered elite offenses, but I don't think the Saints have that anymore. The Panthers.
3: Oh, hands down, Panthers. They're at home. Drew Brees just, he can't anymore, and he doesn't have a running game. Sorry.
1: All right, Seattle at Tennessee. Give me fucking Seattle. I ain't got to think about this motherfucker. Yeah, Seattle.
3: Legion of Boom trying to shut down Marcus Mariota. Can it happen? Especially two.
1: DeMarco Murray's hurt so yeah it's like the best part of your offense yep other than Mariota so uh, good luck all right now this is probably the reason why Houston at the uh, Patriots isn't rape of the week because you get the Bengals going to Lambeau Field to face the Packers who just got embarrassed by the atlanta falcons give me the fucking pack it's gonna be yeah
2: yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna go with
1: that too how do we sell rape of the week to an advertiser that's gonna be (laughs) that's gonna be a challenge i
2: don't i don't know man
1: like a a knife company bro you're the one
2: you're the one sticking with it i've been i've been just I've been Switzerland on it. I haven't commented one way or the other. I'm just like, wow, that's a strong way to word that. But all right. I mean, it's bad enough we're like, hey, that team got raped. It, but it's really bad that it's a segment now. <laughs> I mean, somewhere there's, there's there's people just flipping out from no trigger warning getting into this part of the podcast.
0: Yeah.
2: I'm sorry. You, you
1: Ski <sighs> masks <I>, and knives. <laughs>
2: Dude, you got me so off my game. Who are the fucking two teams again? Green Bay and Cincinnati. (laughs) I'm sitting here like, we're never making money off of this bitch. I'm supposed to pick a fucking team? Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, Give me Green Bay.
3: You're sticking with Andy Dalton. You might score a touchdown. You probably will score a touchdown this week.
1: Sorry, guys. What? You're... You're picking Cincinnati. Do you oh, notice? Oh, no. Ah. Uh-huh.
2: Oh. Do you notice his picks are getting more and more cryptic the yeah. higher and higher his, his winning percentage goes? Yeah, I know, right? Like, stop it. You're not Edgar Allan Poe, dude. Stop. <laughs> I,
3: just, I didn't want to say the fucking toilet bowl with a handle stick anymore. I had to apologize to Cincinnati.
1: Just say the Wisconsin football team. We'll know what you mean. All the right. The one that
3: plays out of Milwaukee.
1: The Chiefs at the Chargers who need a goddamn new kicker. Uh, The Chiefs look like they're going to be something special this year. I think this uh, ugly alert, this could get ugly. Maybe not, but yeah, give me the Chiefs. I don't care if the Chargers are at home.
2: You know, one of the uh, best memes I've seen of the early football season uh, had, it was a GIF of the Chiefs in their locker room, and there's a brick wall, and all of a sudden, Andy Reid comes running through it, and he goes, "Oh yeah!" <laughs> his big, his, his big gut with his red ass shirt on, looking like the fucking Kool Aid man. Um, yeah, give me the Chiefs.
3: Yep, definitely KC.
1: Sunday night game, the Raiders <laughs> heading to. Didn't it used to be called RFK, or is RFK torn down? Oh, oh, wherever the. Redskins play, playing the Redskins. You're the Raiders. Raiders look like they're gonna be fucking. It's. I mean, Beast Mode is having fun. Yeah, he didn't play most of the fourth quarter. Let let his backup do most of the heavy lifting. Uh, Yeah, bro, he was. He's he's
2: dancing out there. Yeah, flipping off, giving defenses the double fisters. I mean, uh, yeah. Dude, he is
1: very happy in Oakland. Looks like there's some salad days ahead in Oakland. And, uh
2: yeah, as far as, like I said earlier, Raiders need to be the bad guy in the NFL. And I I, I don't know. If they're going to win, win with some attitude, guys. Go in there and stomp on the Redskins. And then tell them what you just did to them. Okay.
3: Mm. Going to be a close one. Might want to watch this one, folks. Uh, Definitely going to pick the Raiders. But definitely want to watch this one. This should be a shootout.
1: All right. Monday night. The Cowboys. From the Phoenix. Actually, Glendale, Arizona. University of Phoenix Stadium. Playing the Cardinals. Uh... Arizona it's uh, John Brown, David Johnson. I mean, those are like two piece two pretty big pieces of their offense. Uh the Cowboys are going to be pissed. Give me the Cowboys. Yeah, this is this is the coin
2: toss of the week for me. Um <sighs> I think he's going to come back to bite me in the ass. I'm going to regret it, but I'm going to go with the Cowboys. I cannot imagine that that lot, that, that from that organization from Uncle Jerry on down, did not fucking have a serious, long heart to heart talk. Somebody did with Ezekiel Elliott and went, This shit, this shit ain't going to work like this. I don't know what the fuck you did at Ohio State, but that shit don't fly here. So I imagine he's going to come out just with a purpose so
3: rich you just talked me into picking the cowboys because <laughs> I, I honestly think that's how that shit went down <laughs> zeke got called to the office and was like nah.
1: no nah. Okay, that how nah. uncle jerry runs his, runs his <laughs> railroad
2: yeah don't really give a fuck how, what you did with uncle urban uncle jerry <laughs> yeah he don't play that shit.
1: Uncle Jerry, who signs your seven-digit
2: <laughs> checks? Uncle Jerry's type of uncle get drunk, smack the shit out of you at fucking Thanksgiving.
1: Yeah. All right, so. He
3: called Zeke and it was like, you know I'm the man, right? Yeah. You know I'm the man. I'm the man. You know that, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the NFL, bitch.
1: I'm the man. You know I'm the man. <laughs> All right. So writing in our picks from last week. Uh, Rich and I pick MSU. You pick Notre Dame. Uh, Michigan at Purdue. Opening the Big Ten
2: season for Michigan.
1: Give me Michigan, man. Purdue ain't never been shit in football. Not in my 40 years on the planet. 40-ish years. They have
3: to freeze. Just saying.
2: They produced my favorite fucking fullback of all time, Mike Allstott. So... That's not saying a whole lot in the grand scheme of things, but <laughs> it was fun to, to watch all get to rock and hear fucking the announcer from Tampa Bay. all start up the
3: gut! Yeah, it was, it
2: was, ah, those were the days to be a Tampa Bay Buccaneer fan.
3: Anyways. Oh, they were? And work done running behind them?
2: Um, yeah. Give me uh, U of M. I, I don't see Purdue as a stumbling step towards the end of the season. It's the game after Purdue that I see as a problem.
3: <laughs> yeah, I'll take I'll take Michigan.
1: Alright. Oh man. Love this time of year. Season's right in front of us. You know those Lions fans are too no, you know, so it's optimistic. Did
3: any of us did we waver at all on our picks? Are we all in lock step the entire week?
1: No. Rich picked no. Cleveland. I oh, and Rich picked the Falcons, but now every other pick is exactly the same. <laughs> nice, n- nice. You ride. and I
3: picked exactly the same.
1: Uh, yeah. Come on, Notre Dame. <laughs> I know that's really that's what has to happen. Notre Dame. It's, all right, there you go, Ice Man. Come for you. Come for you in the picks. I'm coming for you in fantasy football. I'd like to say publicly, I would have beaten everybody in the league this week. I would have beaten every single team. It doesn't matter. Oh, my God, dude. Yeah, and if you had two more inches of dick, you would be satisfied. Big Rob Shut from the Weasen Podcast 2 0, oh, I'm coming for you. Get
2: the fuck out of here.
3: West that. for Bell, one time. Jesus Christ.
2: Dude, do you understand that the bullshit
1: of 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 how I lost?
4: Yeah, I saw
1: that. Bro, I lost by one point two points. Welcome. Welcome fancy football.
4: I was
3: like that when when I saw you had their defense. Wait till you've lost by
1: point something points. That's gonna be the one that really chaps your ass.
3: Dude, that's what I was that
2: for up until right until that last fucking field goal. That's, I was going to lose by point .2 points. Like, I, I sat here. I was like, I'm going to lose by less than a full point.
1: Oh, yeah. this just ridiculous. It happens. But also, too, you'll win by that sometimes. You'll be like, motherfucker, I barely won that shit.
2: Well, if I'd have started fucking Hogan, I, I'd, have cl- I'd have
3: handled it. But him who's on.
1: starting Chris Hogan? Really? I mean, come on. Come on, meow. Come on, meow. Did
3: you say meow?
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Do I look
1: like a cat to you, boy? But yeah, oh, no. God, uh, yeah, me- so
2: can congratulations to michael henry of team henry yeah Uh,
1: he's next mother
3: bitch i don't know who you are i'll whoop your ass
1: i will whoop ass without impunity
3: i'll I'll, I'll publicly apologize for fucking up the guy's last name who whipped my ass because i started matt stafford over over uh wins
1: i took jessica (laughs) to pound town by like almost 40 points (laughs) pound town really
2: Wow. That's uh well let's see. Her and Clayton have been married for eight years now, so I don't know. Sorry, Jess, a- I have to <laughs> say it. I hope you're used to getting a pound in like that <laughs> stuff. <laughs> I'm sorry, cause I, I-, I-, I, I had want to the video say it Replace.
3: <laughs> That's all I'm saying.
2: I but- mean the first thing the first thing Chris did was he hit me up and he's like, Yo dude, I would talk mad shit, but it's your
1: cousin. <laughs>
4: I'm like, it's all right.
1: Truth be told, <laughs> I was looking for porn gifts to describe how I was going to win this game. But I didn't, even though I had a whole bottle of wine, I held back. There's
2: It appears there, there's some games that it's just very clear at a very early point <laughs> in Sunday that you're going to win. Yeah. I'm learning this as I go. Because watching the league, there were some people, I was like, oh, did do they have their shit to set like to auto managed they started that person
1: (laughs) yeah and then and then too and then trust me there's some games where you're watching monday night football like come on motherfucker
2: that was me this week that (laughs) was me too i was
3: waiting for stafford to have a breakout game and it was last week not this week
2: so hey i gotta say it's two weeks in the honeymoon period isn't over for me uh so, I mean, so I'm sure some of that is attributed to the, to, you know, so, some of my enjoyment is attributed to that because it's still new and fresh, but it's been a lot more fun than I expected. And everybody that's participated that's not on the show. Thank you for joining up and, and doing this because I don't think there's any other way I was ever going to play fantasy football. There's no other
3: way. Oh, Me neither. Yeah. I've been having a blast with it. Dude, I haven't won yet. I should have, but I haven't.
1: Hey, we can get into this on Unregimented. Aaron has a fantasy football team. What? Yes. It involves work and a $150 gift card. I'll let him tell you <laughs> on Thursday. Is he, is, he, is he letting you run it? No, man. He's running it? Yeah. He won his first game, apparently. I mean, oh, he hasn't he, touched it yet. I, I almost like you might want to open up and look at it. People get hurt.
2: I you know, I'm just gonna say this. He strikes me as the type of guy who's probably played some tabletop D and D before. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I'm sure he can crunch numbers.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, dude, it's about the most points scoring the most points and averages. Like go. Like Is he playing money ball in a fantasy football league? No, it's like his his job is it ain't. It, he don't have to throw in just his jobs. Like, hey, play, and the winner gets a his boss is giving the winner a hundred fifty dollar gift card to Best Buy or some shit.
3: And yeah, I'm saying though, is he sitting there play, playing playing Moneyball with fantasy football? Like, okay, this person's on the field for this percentage of the
1: snaps. No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, today, might, today I broached it with him that you're gonna have to open that up and look at that. He thought he was just gonna set it and forget it. I was like, no. If no, you want there's
2: to, a lot more to it than that. I'm learning.
1: If you'll take that gift card home and hoist that gift card over your head at, at the beginning of Christmas time, but yeah, come for everybody. Got my one loss out of the way.
3: <laughs> uh, oh, I'm done. I blew up my team. My team got all types. Oh, of Oh, there's a couple don't...
1: teams that uh, I'm getting beat up in a couple leagues. But you know, it is what it is, man. It's only week two. I'd like think, you know, if you join join the league, you know, talk some smack. I talk smack to the whole league. Talk back, you know.
2: I'm actually, I'm, I'm actually such a pussy when it comes to, the, to, to this shit that I actually messaged the guy. I was like, hey man, that was a really close game this week. Congratulations on your win. I couldn't even talk shit. I was like, this is bullshit, dude. To lose by this little, this is infuriating.
1: <laughs> yes. It's a way when it's even smaller. Like, I beat some guy last year, I swear, by one, I really did in another league. I swear, if he had to be, like, that guy had to end up with a new cell phone.
3: <laughs> Dude, Chris, I think you created a monster. I could see it in, like, the later end of the season. Fucking Rich running onto the field, grabbed the ball, and handed it to his person on this fucking <laughs> fantasy league, going, ah! <laughs> <Motherfucker>. <laughs> I need trying the to points. Win. I'll block for you. Call me stop too.
2: <laughs> you know, I will say this. Golden Tate had a guy, he tweeted out, he was like, Damn it, Tate, I needed you to do this and this and this for my fantasy league. And he's like, Well, see, I play real football. All I care about is a W. Have a good, or good luck with your fantasy league. Have a nice day. And I'm like, Yeah, that's.
1: You know what I say? Fuck your W's, they don't help me out.
2: <laughs> How iceman of you.
1: <laughs> hey, what a
3: coincidence. All I care about is the W two. Catch the goddamn ball. Yeah,
1: records don't matter, fantasy football. All the record that matters is mine. Catch the ball. Catch three touchdowns for four hundred yards. Fucking well. <laughs> I don't think that's mathematically. Possible. I did say that. On. I
3: did.
2: Go ahead and do it's your it's weekly it's bitching it's about your running back.
3: And week three, Le'Veon Bell hasn't got over five points
1: yet. He will, Jesus Christ! I know it's counteractive to me winning, but hold on to him. All right, we're we're starting to podcast for three, so we'd like to thank everybody who's who's playing with us in the fancy football league. Uh, maybe next year, you know, ESPN will have their shit together, with their technology out. You know, and we'll have more than one league. Uh, but thanks for following us on Twitter at Sportsy Podcast. You can email the show, sporgy at christophermedia.net. Thank you for listening. Downloads are going up, so that means you like it. We'll catch you next
0: week. Thanks. Later, guys.
1: Peace out, y'all.
0: If you like this show, please tell a friend. Please follow us on Twitter and like and share us on Facebook by searching for Christopher Media. You can subscribe to all christophermedia.net shows for free on christophermedia.net. Please make sure to rate and comment on all your favorite Christopher Media shows. Thank you in advance for supporting Christopher Media by clicking on the PayPal button and by clicking through to all the sponsors who support ChristopherMedia.net. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net, and thank you for listening. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net.